The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. TSF Entertainment Podcast fans, it's your boy, the Soul, and we are back with another one. And the fam is back. What's good, y'all? What's up? Yo, what's up? What's, what's good? good? Introduce yourself. Well, it's your boy Retro CG in the building. Really, BTV? I'm here. Jackie Jordan's be in the building even when we outside. <laughs> What we're here to talk about tonight, well, today. My hand. So, Power Book Two. Um, no more. My favorite show, Power Book Two, um, season two, Force My Hand. All right, so I guess we'll jump on in here and talk about this episode. Jack and George, what All we right. got? All right, so we open up this episode with. Lorenzo and Drew, as they made the decision to to ride out on uh, Kino, because they decided that since he's uh, not rolling with uh with BSK, that he's no longer useful for uh, for him. So here we see they about to get ready to make their move on him. Um, we see that he's you know it looked like a, a trap house. He's he's laid up you know with his chick. Yeah, like a abandoned warehouse. It, it was probably <laughs> used the trap. <laughs> right. Probably used the stash joint. Yeah. And, uh, you know him and him and his girl doing their thing, or you know whatever. And we see kid, we see the kill shot is actually taken by Drew. Which I think about this. Which I think about uh, this scene. Man, well, it's kind of setting the tone. It's kind of setting the tone for um, like the previous episode where Lorenzo is trying to force Drew's hand into the life and taking over the business and pushing him to the forefront. But then mm-hmm. again, it was Drew's idea to kind of roll or roll down on Kano. So. Right, definitely, and I think, um, and I think you kind of see like the evolution of, you know, the evolution of Drew a little bit more because I don't recall him in the past, you know, taking a shot at nobody. Like actually, he might have whooped some ass in the past with GTG, but I don't remember him actually physically, you know, shooting, you know, taking that next step to become. Nah, he was going to take out little Guap that night if it wasn't for Zeke. If it wasn't, yeah, for he Zeke, was, but he, yeah, you he know, he take out little Guap. And this one was a little bit. This was a little bit different, and I think he learned a life. I think he learned a lesson in the game in this one too. I think this was kind of like a, a learning curve for him too. Marvin, Crystal, what y'all think? I think personally, um, just what you said, basically, um, you know, what I'm saying this was setting the tone for the previous episode. Basically, you know, in this whole situation, like Lorenzo told Drew, you're gonna be numero uno. You're gonna take care. You're gonna 
you gonna take over the business when I'm gone. And this right here, I feel like Lorenzo was basically getting Drew's feet wet, man. Like, hey, look, you gonna handle that. But then at the same time, like he told him, man, hey, you gonna have to handle that. No One thing I can appreciate from Lorenzo is um, it kind of takes you back to that scene, uh, the very first episode of Power, where um, Tommy had brought the uh, uh, dude down to Truth and um, the girlfriend. At least she was blindfolded, so she didn't get to see anything, but she heard Ghost's voice, and that was a loose end that he left that came back mm -hmm. to haunt him later on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Drew was getting ready to let the girl walk. You know, right. 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 He still he was. Getting, he was going to let right. her walk. Lorenzo, Lorenzo said, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So you see, Kano uh, took her on out. I feel sorry for little mama. She was innocent and all that, but right, because he was um he was telling her, remember, you didn't see nothing, you didn't see nothing. But yeah, no, they were like, forget that you didn't see nothing. You right, you ain't gonna see nothing else. Yeah, right. you saw it. They took her yeah, out. Yeah, but I, I agree with what um uh what Marvin said that it was basically this, this is his, these are his lessons. He's the, you know, daddy's made up his mind. This is what it's going to be. You know, you are next in charge and now I got to teach you the game. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, I'm taking you out. I'm showing you what you need to do. I'm making you, I'm basically, I'm basically throwing you in the deep end. Well, it's mm -hmm. kind of like he's showing him the ropes. He's showing him the ropes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Next we got, we see that Monet is approached. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to, I assumed that that was his wife, uh, from Frank's wife, Evelyn. Yes. Um, pretty yeah. much talking about, pretty much talking about, you know, Frank not coming home. And if you remember Frank, you know, Frank was released early. Um, we all know why he was released early. Um, but this, like, with this scene, I'm not sure the significance it plays in it for this episode. But I'm quite sure we're gonna find out further down the line of why we had to see this scene, why the scene was so important, and we had to. And they kind of just threw this in there. Which well, I, I about this It just came out of nowhere for me. Like, Frank was gone right. for a minute. It was a I minute. mean, I kind of felt like with this one, was it a, a possibility of an introduction to, um, you know, Frank's, Frank's loved one? I mean, they popped him off. Exactly. Early. It's another problem that's getting ready to come back. It's another problem, mm -hmm. introduction to a problem that's getting ready to come back because you heard what Evelyn said. She said that the uh, last place my husband was going was to see you and he never come back. So, right. you know, and, you know, that was the whole purpose of Monet giving her the money, you know. But like, she kind of knew why she wasn't, why he wasn't coming back. She yeah, kind of, I mean, Monet was kind of like, hey, you Monet know the rules of the game. Yeah. Right. Right. Monet, Monet told, told her, your husband was a snitch and you know, you know how it goes. And she was mm -hmm. like, I never even thought about why he got out early. I was just happy that he was home. Like, that mm -hmm. that whole conversation, with, they said everything that needed to be said. And that's mm -hmm. why Monet gave her the money. And that's why she accepted the money. Because basically, that was Monet letting her know, look, he ain't coming home. Right. Your husband was right. a snitch. And you know the rules. <laughs> and you know the rules he being part of your life. That's basically what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm very interesting to see how that's going to unfold, though. So you don't think we'll come back and bite them in the ass? I think I don't we know. Don't it see just thrown in there. I don't know. Maybe if it would have happened earlier in the season, maybe if yeah, it would have happened at the end of last season, because they got rid of Frank early. Like, yeah, like maybe first episode, maybe first second episode of last season. Definitely they by did. mid. Definitely by mid season. Like he's been yeah. gone for a minute. Like you just looking for your husband. Like so I think that's why <laughs> it's going. I think that's why it's going to play a role. What it is, his character has never been spoken about since. So, ever, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever, but not all of a sudden. 
right. Um, in the next now, scene, we see you know she's coming to look for her husband. <laughs> right. Right. Now you looking for your husband? Come on now. What are you doing? <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's been gone for about six months at this point. Yeah, that might be doing. That might be with my husband. I'd be like, okay, we've been home in a while. We're just gonna chalk it up to bad writing. We're gonna chalk it up to bad writing. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least within seventy-two hours, she should have been looking for him. Like, you come, oh, you man. look at everything that happened. Now, now you looking for him. So we see Davis and Sex meets up with uh, Tariq, and they um, and they showing him the the surveillance of the actual shooting and he's like you know they people was like well they say this look like you and he's like nah that can't be me because you know i was meeting up with you know with paula at the rockefeller center you know about about some other shit, you know so it it can't be me but you know you should look at sex and and sex is like well we can use that you know as an alibi and davis is like nah i kind of was like smashing that so that ain't really gonna happen Right. <laughs> so, so that shit is out of the question. What y'all think about this thing? Well, for what it is, is it's not looking good for Tariq because he At can't all. really name the person. So now he's trying to figure out a way to, um, yeah, it wasn't me, but, you know, I can't tell you who it was either. And right. so, you know, using that power for an alibi ain't going to work to his favor because, I mean, we find out later on in the episode why Paula wouldn't be a good witness to call. Do not call her at all. No, no, don't call her at all. Please. He was like, Whoa, we that's probably not a good idea. (laughs) Uh Davis and Sachs, well, most importantly, Sachs uh is probably coming to the conclusion that Tariq really didn't kill the cop. Mm. And so I guess he's trying to figure out well, who are you protecting? Right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Right. And, yeah, and, and, that's where, and that's where uh Davis really figures out, okay, he knows what's going on. He just can't tell us what's going on. Exactly. Right. Because he he said he said he, you know, um it's basically a street code. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, right. He may know, but he ain't about to say nothing. Because right. he can't. Like he said, he way, can't say it means it means he his life yeah. for the life of somebody he's affiliated with that he care about if he say something. Am I the only one that feels as though that like Davis and Sachs give me like good cop, bad cop vibes in a way? They do. Yeah. Like in a way they kind of give me like they play off each other. They like they're not complete opposites because they're both unethical as shit, but they kind of play off each other and I don't know, in a weird way. I don't know. We we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's um, Tariq resonating on um, Monet's warning. I mean, what did she warn him on last week? She, what she said, you snitch, I shoot. You mm-hmm. shoot up water. So mm-hmm. I mean, right. he, he can't. He can't because he's so heavily involved with the Tejada family right now. I mean, he's in too deep, literally. He know the deep. rules of the game anyway, though. You can't be out here snitching. You know the rules of the game. You, you know how that can go. Exactly, exactly. Most snitches can't have taught you that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, with this, uh, with this next scene, we see that uh, this is where Drew and uh, Lorenzo walk back in from pulling a from pulling a caper, you know, knocking off uh, the, the dude that was running the BSKs for the for the time being. And right here, I think it's kind of interesting because you can see where Lorenzo and Monet bumps heads because she explained to him, you know. This was the reason why I made the decision to go to course correct in order to keep the streets out of the business 
because there's another you way. Know, right. You know, because there's a there's a better way of doing this without it being to the streets. And Lorenzo was like, the only way of doing this is the streets. The game is the game, and the game is the streets. Yeah. You know, but she like hey. oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Damon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. All right, go ahead. No, and this is just the like again, it goes back, it's it, it, it's just reminiscent of the Tasha ghost thing. Why mm -hmm. can't like if we found a system that works and we're making money and we're keeping our hands like a lot cleaner, it's not as much death and violence. It's 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 easy money. Right. Because why, why do you want the hard way? It's like it's like you choosing to take the hard route and the, the more dangerous the route. It don't it's make right. no sense. Right. Right. It's right. the rule. Yeah, it's the rules of the streets. It, re it really be. I know you watch the wire. Just to kind of you know compare and contrast, you see how Avon was trying to be in the streets, and Stringer was like, "No, it's a completely different way. Where we don't have to be in that streets, and we're making much money." Though, and this is kind of like the way this is. This is. Yeah, it's well, always that battle, is, and it just don't make. Maybe that's because I'm. Maybe because I'm not a criminal, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Why are you choosing the hard way to do this? <laughs> okay. Well, that's easy to answer because Lorenzo is about that street life. That's the only life mm -hmm. you know. And that's all mm -hmm. that appeals to him. This mm -hmm. course correct that that doesn't appeal to him. That doesn't ring his name out in the streets. See, mm -hmm. uh, if right, he course, about connect, course connect could have really been their new lick, if all this stuff wasn't going on up at the school, these murders. Uh, Thanks to Kane. Well, Kane well, Kane really started the ball rolling when he said that uh, GTG guy up there mm -hmm. that got killed, killed in the pool. Right, mm -hmm. you got the professor, you got too much heat going on up at this school. Had they not, mm -hmm. not had all that heat going on on them at that school and didn't involve in Zeke, course correct could have been their new thing. That would have been a good right. lick for them. And right. so now right. he right. would right. dead course connect and take the take take it back to the streets. You don't even got soldiers, you don't even have soldiers. So and then you're putting your family at risk because you're turning your family into soldiers when really mm -hmm. quite honest with you all y'all needed to do was sit back and collect y'all money with course correct because y'all didn't even have to move the weight so Rick and his crew was moving away so all y'all was doing is getting a payday so, so it seems like they they, they where's lorenzo monet has already figured this out that you know this life ain't gonna end real for us mm -hmm. that's why she's trying so hard to get out of it only in two ways him coming home is fucking up everything it's gonna fuck up everything because it's gonna right. be worse yeah i mean you know you guys, I mean, for that, for that matter, that whole episode, I mean, that, that segment right there, y'all hit the nail on the head. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's so big, you know, big on having his name strike fear in the streets. And like, you know, like really B said, we got an easier way of doing this. We can just basically sit back and collect our bread because this is the easiest way of doing it. Right. And, you know, I mean, like she said, I'm not a criminal either, but I can only assume that no murders, no shootings, no crime, X amount of crime, other than it's somebody for business. Right. <laughs> when somebody start ODing or something, then basically you just sitting back making your money because nobody's paying attention to it. Bodies bring the cops. Cops to, off the money. Like, yeah, bodies bring the cops. Exactly. So she's trying to get uh, uh, to it. And I think he just wanna be more so you know, like hands on instead uh -huh. of collecting his bread. You know what I'm saying? Just sit back, let the bread come to you. You basically got all this. The whole system is set up for you to just make money and, and wake up. That's it. Right. And you want to go out here and basically put somebody in the ground. 
you know, that's going gonna... back to how uh, Tommy and Ghost was operating. You know, they was moving weight in the clubs. They was using the courier system. You know, they had other people doing the dirty work for them. Right. Um, you know, of course, because of the situations, you know, things kind of got a little bit out of control. But at the same time, you don't have to be dirty in the streets. I mean, that's what you got businesses and other things for to hide your movement. And Lorenzo just want to be out here on the streets and be seen and be feared. Right. Ultimately, it's going to affect his family, in my opinion. All right. This next scene, we uh they're back in the we see Tariq and Braden back in the dorm room. Um, previous to this, you know, Tariq had told uh told Richard Tate, hey, you know, I got some information from you for you in order, you know, for you to get what you want, if you can help me get what I want, and that's me getting out of jail. And he brought up the photo album. Which they, you know, we saw that to kick off their hunting season or whatever when they deer season. So here, Brayden looked out, you know, being a friend. He said, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna bring it to you. You know, you can go through it, anything that I can do to possibly help. But this little bastard, ungrateful, he sees man. the picture that he did. He sees the picture that he, that he sees, you know, with uh, with Sweeney posing as OJ, you know, having a dead Nicole in the headlock. Which I think the code was played by uh uh Robert Winston, the father. The father. Yeah, 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 the father. Don't forget and the black face. He said, you know, he said anything but that. You know, this has destroyed my family. Tariq like, oh, but I need this to get my family back in. And he just gets my what y'all think about that? Cause this scene pissed me off. Who wanna go first? Cause I'm gonna be on this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I got pissed me off. I really did. I got some things to say, so who wanna go first? Man, um, this one I think that personally, I think Brayden should have went on and gave it to him. Cause I mean, you you can't you can't walk, you can't straddle the fence, or you on one side. Be whatever whatever side you gonna do. Like one minute you like, man, my family ain't shit. Then the next minute you a, hey, yeah, but my dad, my dad, my dad. Like, come on, bro. Well, if it's convenient for you, then you good. But now you know what I'm saying it's it's a means. To the life that you oh well I don't want to be a part I want to be a part of this life I love this shit now you got this opportunity okay I'm gonna get this pitch up oh no I don't I don't even want no parts in that don't want to put my family in that nah man look get a pitch up bro you you the winners for still in the shit get a pitch up hmm. I just the way I feel about it is again it's with Tariq it's always about him excuse mm-hmm. me him. It's always about him. It's always about what he needs. It's never about anybody else. He never sees anything. Or the collateral damage. Right. Or just anything outside of himself. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I feel like the compromise would have been for them to cut the picture off. Um, And, of course, Tate was like, nah, I need the whole picture. But to me, I wouldn't have even gave him the option. I just would have cut my, you know, like, all right, I'm going to give you what you need. But you don't need everybody else in the picture. You know what I'm saying? But my well, don't thing use is, it. Use it as a threat, but you know, show them that you got the picture, but don't release it publicly. Right. What you should do is take a picture of that motherfucker and send it to Tate. Like, look at this. But the problem is, once you give it to Tate, you, Tate don't use you it. Control, he now has control of it, and you exactly. you can't control what he does with it. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm saying I wouldn't even give him the whole picture. I would only give him the dude that he needs. You don't need nobody else in the picture. But for Tariq to basically tell Brayden, I don't really give a damn how it's going to blow back on you. This mm-hmm. is what I need to get my... 
Yeah. It was a selfish move. It was a selfish. It's not, it's not Brayden's selfish problem. Statement, it's not Brayden's problem. It's going back to the episode where he got out of jail, and um, you know, he tried to run up on Brayden and blame Brayden for his troubles. No, you are directly responsible for your troubles. Mm-hmm. So you can't get mad at everyone else because this is like Brayden told him. Like, listen, you want everyone else to you make your problems about everyone else, and everyone else is not the reason why you're having your problems. Listen, I'm your friend. My family is innocent in all this. Why would you want my family wrapped up in all this bullshit when they're not a part of this life? They're not in the life. So right. they're going to be victims and going to bring a whole bunch of heat down on his family for something to benefit Tariq. Tariq don't give a shit about nobody but himself. And we've seen that time and time again. And this is just He's a classic example of how Tariq will use anyone and anything he can to get what he wants. And the whole thing about it is, as far as his father, you didn't give a shit about yours. You killed right. yours. But mm-hmm. this man loved his father. Regardless of what his family is or whatever the case may be, hey, listen, I don't want my family name to be ruined over some mm-hmm. bullshit that's going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit me. It's going to benefit you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just think that was very selfish for Tariq to even get mad at him about not wanting to give him the picture. It was at terrible. The, you should have just used it as a threat. Just like what Rashad Tate did when he went and talked to the um, boy daddy. He, mm-hmm. he let him know that I know about the picture. I'm, he hadn't even seen it, but he mm-hmm. put the fear in the man to make a move just by the threat itself. That's all you needed. At that point, that's all you needed. Hell, Tariq, I, you can go one step further and show Rashad take the picture but not give it to him. Or right. whatever the case may be, but Braden's stupid ass is probably gonna leave that photo album laying around, and Tariq's gonna get his hands on it, and he's gonna deliver it to take. I hope not. Oh my god, I hope not. Oh That's yeah, exactly yeah. He, he didn't take that. He didn't take that, that photo album happen. back to his parents. That boy's too stupid. He's gonna leave that photo album laying around. Tariq gonna get that picture. He's gonna give it to Rashad Tate, and it's gonna be in the press. It's gonna be on the press. And this uh. is further, this t- kind of takes me back to that whole ghost versus Tommy's situation where Tommy used to always tell goes listen you're making moves and you're using me as a pansy you're using me as a pawn and you're not even telling me what the move is Tommy would probably been with the shit on a lot of the stuff that ghost wanted to do but he cut Tommy out and he used Tommy just like he set him up to be arrested at Lobos's motel at time and didn't even tell him what the plan was so you're using your friend to your personal benefit but you're not taking into consideration the troubles that you're creating for your friend. But then you expect them to be loyal to you and ride for you when you're using them to to gain. And that's not and cool. Braden, and Braden said, yo, and this Braden would destroy my family. A great friend. And this this would destroy my, I would ride with you, but this right here would destroy my family. So why would you still want to do that? Like, hear Braden out. He's not hearing anything Braden said right now. He's mm-hmm. like, Oh, my sister, Total yes, vision. and my grandma, and it helps me get out of jail. And no, bro, you have to you have to consider what he has going on too. If this is supposed to be your partner, right now you're just being a selfish bastard, and you're only really worried about yourself. I hope you he's scuff up your Dior me. ones. He's being, <laughs> he's being so Braden wasn't with this at all. I mean, Braden was like basically telling him, like, listen, yo, we can't do this, but what do we see him do? He hauled ass straight to Rashad. He tell him that, yep. He tell him anyway. He go back and Rashad, he throws his weight around a little bit, you know, so he's like, all right, you know, let me go ahead and give you this information, you know, but I don't want you to use the whole thing because his father is in there, but Rashad, like, I don't care who is in it. Like, it could have been the president in there. 
it could have been Moses in there and Rashad would have used it. He didn't yeah. care. Hell Rashad yeah. lead, Rashad is self-preservation too. This is the way that he is. And we're right. setting the tone for what influence is going to be about. So you remember um, initially I, I was kind of like, well, where are they going to go with the story to bring Rashad Tate in where he gets his own mm-hmm. show? We, we're seeing the tone being set that Rashad Tate will do whatever. He will use whatever. And mm-hmm. he will use whatever tactics he can get to get in a position of power. Yep. And somehow, someway, I, I feel like his brother is going to be collateral damage too further on down the line. I think his brother is going to end up um, something bad is going to happen to him because Rashad Tate just he's he's got tunnel vision right now. He lost the governor's seat, so right now he's after that senator's spot, and he'll do whatever it takes to get it. Yeah, a too. And that's why I say you can't trust him. You can't trust him with that picture. Yep. You got to just mm-hmm. give him what you want him to have because you can't trust that he's gonna he's gonna color within the lines. Like I think he's already proven that he's gonna do whatever it takes. Like he, but I mean, he told to re- straight to his face. He was like, "Nah, fuck that." Right, he I did Photoshop. You could have photoshopped him out. Like he mm-hmm. got apps on your like what the f- whatever. Tariq is he said, yeah. He, he pissed said, me I off. I don't give a shit about your spoiled ass friend. Yep. Yeah, it, it pissed me off. Which is why Ghost cut him off when they were working on the Queen's Child Project. You know, mm-hmm. Ghost thought where this was going with him, and like, no, this ain't someone I need to be in bed with. Like, I need mm-hmm. to, I need to put distance between me and him because, you know, ultimately I'm dirty myself, and I'm dealing with a dirty politician. Like, you know, I got to put some distance between us because he will use me, he will use whatever he knows about me to get exactly. on top. And so Tariq is just too stupid to put two and two together. That yeah, he might be able to do some things for you for immediate benefit. But the price to pay on uh, the payback is going to be more than you can afford. And Tariq just doesn't know how to maneuver himself well with Rashad Tate. Rashad Tate is running all over him. He's running down all over him right now. And mm-hmm. we're going to see what's going to happen with that. So, so with this, we got uh, we see Tariq walking in. He's walking into class, which turned a lot of heads. It's pretty much the elephant in the room. And um, this scene is quite interesting because uh, Carrie is like, well, how the hell did he get out, you know, on two murders, you know, and one being a cop, you know, Mm -hmm. and they introduced the topic of make a decision for other people, which I'm talking about multiple shots was fired during this during this conversation and this debate. Oh, my God. This should have been this should have been this should have been televised. And, you know, they lead off with Tariq, you know, uh, leading off the topic. And um, Lauren, Lauren is kind of like pissed off about the way that Professor Carey kind of exploits her students. Oh, there was mess- yeah. it, it like this whole scene was messy, but I definitely was here for it. I think this shit should have been like televised on Fox Channel Seven. This was like uh, this was this was like one of the <laughs> greatest CNN debates. Oh CNN my worthy. god! Oh yes, it, yes, it was. It was definitely CNN worthy, and you could see that Carey takes a shot. At Tate too, like yeah. you know, people using their political power, you know, in order to get what they and want. Dirty politicians, yeah, yeah, dirty politicians and stuff like that. And Tate yeah. fired back. Yep. Like, well, it's the voters that put the politicians in power. Yep. What y'all think about this? What y'all Basically. think about this thing? Well, hold on a minute. Let me just run it back real quick. Marvin, what's the footwork? What we got on the footwork? 
Uh, we got Dior's over there in the I back. We got Dior ones. We got Dior ones. I hope he's. I hope he's got. I don't know how he afforded those, but you know, we're sneakerheads first, so you know we're always gonna check the footwear. I hope he's. I noticed them. Wait, wait a minute. I did notice that they were the the Christian Dior ones. I did. I noticed it. I noticed it. Yeah, I know one. Now y'all know I know the ones. It's when yeah, yeah. I had to press pause on my TV. Like he got the he got the Christian Dior joints on. Yes, he okay. does. Now, I don't know, know, heads, I don't so know when he's getting his money from, and I don't know when he has time to go shopping. I don't know either. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's about a ten thousand dollar pair of sneakers, but you know, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, so. In regards to the scene itself, it just takes me back to what I was saying last week. Um, me personally, I don't feel like he should have been allowed to even return to canonical studies. I mean, maybe mm. go back to school or whatever the case may be, but that's one class he should not have been allowed to come back into. One, you're suspected of killing the professor for this class. One <laughs> of the prosecution's witness is in the class. I, this this just screams. Uh, I mean, this just screams mistrial right here. I mean, yeah, he's that's still that's he's crazy. still he's still interacting with people that are involved in the case. Like he could be a intimate threat to the witness. He's literally sitting next to the witness. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was so stupid that he would let him back into class. But um, there was definitely messages, and for some reason, Carrie has a vendetta. And I think it's safe to say that the vendetta is she wants to avenge Jabari's murder. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, uh, I mean, she probably feels responsible for all of it because it was her that got Tariq in canonical studies. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, she may be motivated by guilt. She may be motivated to take Tariq down by guilt because, I mean, the whole sex addiction, sex addiction thing is a whole nother story. But at the end of the day, she's ultimately responsible for him being there. And right. interacting yeah. with everyone that's involved. So yeah. that's my take on it. Yeah, she definitely felt some type of way when he walked in that classroom and posted up at that desk. Yeah, that was all over her nerves. Yeah, and I agree oh, with all of yeah, his, his whole body posture, though. Like when as soon as he walked in that cl classroom and said, Like, down, I'm here. Look I'm at here. This look Ain't at shit the you can do with me. Ain't look, shit you can do with me. He like he walked in there like, yeah, I'm here. Got you. Ha, got you. <laughs> That's, That's how he looked. <laughs> I mean, like he the man. I and mean, I definitely agree. I, I really am. I'm really just trying to like. I know last week I sort of defended it a little bit, but I thought about it, and y'all definitely bring up some valid points that not just the fact that he's on this Ivy League campus accused of murder, um, and murdering one of their own, like not just some random mm -hmm. murder, but like somebody that worked there that everybody knew. The fact that there are people that are going to be testifying against him, the fact that the fact that he um, has to um, um, like with Lauren and with the professor, like I agree. Like I, I would think that in a in a real situation, he probably wouldn't be allowed in class. That maybe they say, okay, you could take your classes virtually. You could pick your work up from your professor, whatever. But Having him just be up in class, yeah, I thought about it. I know last week I defended it, but I thought about it. Access. I was like, yeah. You know, at, at the very least, there should be some type of order or to put distance between him and at least the witnesses or the people that are involved in the case. Because, I mean, it's the prosecution's responsibility to protect the witnesses. That's how witnesses get killed. 
This is exactly right. how yeah. businesses get killed that are set to testify. Sack said if you put them back on the streets, he guaranteed that somebody else will get killed. It's the same thing right. what Tamika was saying. Tamika was saying, you know, well, even Carrie, even Carrie was trying to tell Davis at the end of the episode, like, listen, y'all cannot involve Lauren in this situation because once you do, she's not safe. It's not safe for her. She's going to be dead. She's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a significant part of this uh, of this scene, too, because speaking of Lauren, Lauren actually mentions the raid at her door room but yeah. how to raise the That's eyebrow. Yeah, because she dropped, she dropped some knowledge that Tariq didn't know about, and you saw mm-hmm. him processing that. You yeah. saw him processing this, so you yep. know that right there. That's putting putting awareness on her right now, just by yeah, them yeah. having that conversation about the drugs being found in her room. And he was yeah. like looking at her side. I like, well, you didn't tell me anything about this. So what's yeah. up? Yeah, and Tariq tried to talk to her again after class, you know, about it. But at this point, he was kind of like, she was kind of like, yeah, you broke up with me. This is done and it's over with. I really don't want to talk to to you about it. And um, I probably really should be talking to you about it because it's like a whole bunch of stuff that you got going on. But when the dorm room she raid came up, like, which, it wasn't more even more her drugs. I didn't talk to you about anything. She was like, you ain't fucking yeah. with me no more. So, you know, figure shit out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm beginning to hate they back and forth. That but brother that told that she rocking though hot, though. <laughs> it is funny. The fashions, yeah. this, this, the, the fashions is everything over here. <laughs> they got it all the is fire. <laughs> right. They wardrobes be mad. Yeah, I already said that whoever, they yeah. must have a partnership with Fendi and with Louis Vuitton Louis, and, and oh, now Burberry because whoever is, whoever and is, and is dressing these people. I yeah, the they dress the hell out of them. At this point, it's every character. It's, yeah. At this point, it's every character. Except for Mecca. Mecca is just straight black. No, he had on um so that that Louis Vuitton coat he had on was dope, and when he went to go meet with Mecca, he had on a dope oh, coat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was Lorenzo who had on Louis Vuitton. Me- Mecca yeah. just had on black. Oh, yeah, Mecca he just was wearing black yeah. all the time. I'm sure it's designer too, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Sure something. Yeah, I'm sure it's something. <laughs> so with this, uh, see, we see that uh, Davis meets with Paula. He's he's desperate, so he's trying to yeah. see, he's trying to see if he could get an alibi out of her to maybe help this case because his because his his mo is the win percentage. He don't care how he wins; he just want to win. Well, whether they're whole, guilty or innocent, yeah. He he's he's like, no, I, I'm I'm here to win. So he he approaches her and, and kind of coming to her with kind of like a a mea culpa, but not really because yeah. he at the end you see she kind of blaming her like. Okay, I'll I forgive, forgive you for going yeah. to Tariq, you know, but she explains and breaks down to her why she can't take the stand or why it'd be a bad idea, right? Just period, anyway, you know. And right. she knows that he's a scumbag, and as you can see at this scene, at the end of this scene, she pretty much pours the drink out in the street, like, Yeah, please get out of my face, don't ever call me again. <laughs> he got the ice and the shoe. There you go. <laughs> get out of my face. Right. Call me drink out of them steppers. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then, then she said, oh, and you can go ahead and put the ring back on. Like, you can go ahead and put the ring back on. I was <laughs> like, yo, he bucking. Hey. She would have big time, though. But what y'all think about this thing? Well, he really could have got her back if he played his cards right. He could have really got her back if he would have went with a little bit of humility and about himself. He probably could have got her back, even though she knew he was a scum and she knew that he probably hadn't changed his ways. 
his approach to her could have been different. But either mm-hmm. way, she wasn't going to compromise herself by getting on the stand and uh, suborning perjury for Tariq. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when she met with Tariq, it was to discuss the video that Sax had on him confessing to killing his father. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether or not she's fucking with Davis or not, she can't be put on the stand because she's not going right. to support a perjury. Right. She's going to tell them what they were meeting about, and here's another murder for them to pin on Tariq. So at the end of the day, right. that was a wasted trip to go down there and even try to think that he was going to be able to sway her to lie for Tariq mm-hmm. to help his clearance rate on his cases. That's why she poured that drink out of them steppers. She told her to put that ring <laughs> back on. And she walked off. She got the hell off. She got the hell off. Right. Because the thing is this, and this is the thing that, like, um, her and Tamika, this is the thing that they're trying to get people to understand. Like, okay, so you didn't kill the cop, but you're still a murderer. So, Mm -hmm. like, you want me to get you off. At this point, a serial killer. Right. If you want me, but you want me to get you off, but you are guilty of something. So like nobody, it's the same thing with Sax. Like as much of as much of an asshole as Sax is, he's not wrong about Tariq. You know what not. I mean? He's like, listen, I'm not gonna fight all that hard because I know he's a murderer. He might not have done this, but I know he did that. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing at this point. It's like, and can I ask? I know I'm skipping ahead, but if I I might forget to say it, how many people is he gonna admit he killed somebody? Like to everyone. He might as well go to the police because he didn't tell everybody. He admitted it to Tamika, and Tamika is not his counsel. So that's the second murder he admitted to to Tamika. Doesn't apply. That's the second murder he admitted to Tamika. It doesn't apply. That's the second murder she knows about. Exactly, and she's not his friend. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, how many people are you? How many people are you gonna admit that you are a murderer? Like, sir. But here's the thing. But here's the thing with that though, because they really don't like they care about you know Jabari Reynolds' death. But they're more concerned about the cop. I and I have an issue with that too. They're more concerned about the cop killing. But that's just the way that it is. Like you just like a cop get killed, yeah, the it's the whole world just stops, and we need yep. to figure out who killed this cop and killed him with his own gun. And the bash was found in here. All the evidence is pointing towards you or whatever. So no, you didn't kill the cop, but you did kill but, Jabari. But I'm really just they really just concerned about the cop. But Crystal, you make a good point, and I'm gonna horn in on it a little bit. You make a good point because. Uh, they made it a point to show us uh, when Tariq was getting out of jail, Davis tell him, trust no one. Mm-hmm. And the very next scene we see him, he's confessing to Effie about the murder. And he's continuing to tell everyone about the murder. At this point, you might as well go ahead and go down for the charge. He told Brady. He told everybody we did it. You might as well say, no, I didn't kill the cop. However, he don't, he don't listen to his counsel, he don't man. Listen. He just, he pays out all this money, and I don't know how many times Davis or somebody has told him, don't talk to anybody about anything, and he just mm-hmm. goes. Capping off. This cap. He, he just runs his mouth. I yep. shot the sheriff, all but I didn't shoot time. the deputy. All over time. Right. There you go. <laughs> and I feel I like, I feel I like the there's deputy. no one advising him. So, Effie tried to put him on game last episode, but Effie ain't, that, Effie ain't always around. You see, that's mm-hmm. what Tasha was doing, and that's what Ghost was trying to tell Tasha, stupid ass. You got us out here running all around. You remember that last episode where uh, Ghost and Tasha met at the penthouse and they were arguing about Tariq? And Ghost mm-hmm. was trying to convince Tasha then, look, this is the best thing for him. Not only is it the best thing for him, but it's the best thing for the rest of the family. Because at this point, you're running all around town trying to cover up for him, trying to uh, 
allow for him and try to get him out of his mess. No, all you're doing is making the problem worse. You're and enabling so him. He has nobody. You're enabling him. So you have nobody else that's trying to talk some sense into this boy, except for Davis. And Davis is only motivated not for Tariq's well-being, but the fact that he doesn't want to take a loss. So it's going to come back. It's going to come back and hurt him. Oh yeah, definitely. Like everything else, stupid. All right, in this scene, we see that he's cleaning up the steppers after she even poured uh, uh, a vodka <laughs> and, and soda yeah. on his fine, on his fine Italian leather. With his rejuvenator. <laughs> yeah, it's fine Italian yeah, leather. Just pissing, pissing him off. <laughs> just pissing him off. Let me, let me get the dust brush. You know. <laughs> but um, Tariq and uh, Tariq and Sax is also present. So really, Tariq reason we're coming in there was actually talk about uh lawrence drug raid you know but they also get to say uh talking about the possible alibi from paula said it is a no-go you you going to rockefeller mean her there is not going to happen we need to figure out something else he brings up you know yes and the grandma which i said this previously i was like the grandma's gonna be no good because he already demolished her character we yep. kept calling her you know a drunk and all this type of stuff she's in no position to do this no position to do that so the next option was Yaz, a nine-year-old little girl. She's nine now, but the nine-year-old little girl. And um, they like, well, he's like, well, I don't want to put my nine-year-old sister on a stand or whatever. And they was like, you ain't really got a choice, bro. Right. You got to make your mind up. You want off or you don't. How y'all feel about this thing? Uh, the truth. This it's the truth. Yes, facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, there, and, there's, and there's no avoiding the truth, and that's what they're trying to tell him. Like, listen, you're going to have to come up with something else because that alibi ain't going to work. And, you know, we had a bit of a debate or discussion about, you know, whether or not the grandmother would stand on behalf of Tariq. That alibi that he dropped um, in that episode wasn't for the grandmother because she was uh, she she was, she was was drunk. She was hungover mm -hmm. or whatever uh, when she came out. It was mm -hmm. really him baiting Yaz. And mm -hmm. I almost feel like you know, we saw Tariq give Yaz that cell phone and the teddy bear. Mm -hmm. Are we left to assume, I wish they would have showed it, but are we left to assume that Tariq may have called her and told her what to say? Because she seemed to be very, she seemed to be led to say what she said. It, because right. Jenny, tore it apart. Jenny tore it apart immediately when she crossed. So mm -hmm. it almost kind of paints the narrative that she may have been led by Tariq or someone else to mm -hmm. say what she said. Which I was going to get to that when we got to that scene. But uh, yeah, they're basically telling him, like, look, that alibi ain't going to work for you, so you better come up with something else. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, did anyone well, else have any opinions about that scene? Or are we pretty no, much all on the same page with that one? Much, I think you pretty much got that one. You know, I thought at one point that the grandmother would be perfect to help him out but then after seeing this and then nah, he don't ran that lady name down through the streets it was she just drunk. like it, it was just yeah like, he already trashed her that's a right. he don't trash her character right now she a drunk they, throw, they, throw, they can't use her as a character with i mean use her yeah. about they throw that out quick yeah they say she she's drunk off box wine she no they got that lady <laughs> they don't ruin that lady name that's yeah that was dead she's done for her turn up is real that was dead yeah, she in rehab right now she in rehab mm -hmm. she can't do nothing for her. She gonna mm. pray. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, with this scene, we see that uh, Drew's actually 
you know, with Everett, the rat bastard, and um, the cop, the detective, uh, Kevin Whitman. Kevin Whitman pulls up, you know, to ask him, you know, some more stuff about the GTG uh, beating that Drew had put down on uh, on GTG that day uh, after after the club. And this now this scene is this scene is quite interesting to me because it brings up I don't know if I don't recall whether or not Drew kind of knew that Ramirez was dead and Kane had something to do with it, but he put the pieces together when he started talking about the badge. And he was like, Well, the badge was found in 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 uh Tariq's room or whatever. Right. So he was just kind of like, Oh, it's fine. So he did have to know because then he was like, Oh, so Tariq was set up by you know, it was by Kane, like a light bulb came off him or whatever. But Drew was in the room, you know, in the back. The detective kind of peeped and was like, Yeah, he got company, he nervous, you know, whatever. I see what it was those dunks ones. I see some oh, ones laying on them. Oh, Lord. Those mids, it look like we got a, I don't know what kind of black shoe that some is. Adidas, no, those some Adidas. They're Adidas. Yeah, you see the joints oh, yeah. laying out there. Yeah, he yeah. like, you know, you got company, you have, you have Nikki. Either that or you living like a slob. But, you know, he's a detective. He can put two or two together. So he probably figured, you know, because Drew's name was already mentioned previously, that Drew possibly could be there. You know, possibly or whatever. He's putting the pieces together, and everyone gonna say nothing while Drew was already in the room. If Drew wasn't there, I think Everett was spilled yeah, on. I think Everett yeah. would have just yeah, he would have been singing his ass off. Yep. Nick, yeah, what y'all think about that? I'm gonna break this one down for because I got some things to say about this one too. Man, look, I want um Whitman to go to jail too, or at least. You know, some be some has to happen to this dude. He gonna be Greg Knox. He gonna be the next Greg. He Knox. has, he clearly has a vendetta to pop off Carrie. Even mm -hmm. though Carrie need to get what she got coming to her, well, she don't. Mm -hmm. But he's hell bent on. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord! What you don't? Y'all gonna leave Carrie alone? I'm the only one out here that defend Carrie. No, she don't. <laughs> Oh man! Listen, okay, he. I believe my carry along. He definitely, he definitely <laughs> after carry. I don't know what carry did to him in the past. She broke his heart, but probably burnt him. The, the man, something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, he is on one, man. Like he on the warpath, and it's not leading to anywhere good. I think that he. Well, needs he's just to trying go to make a name it. for himself. He's trying to solve a case. He's trying to make a name for himself and is trying to solve. And it a seems case. like more so like would you just popping up at these random time, times of night and day? It seems like you just fishing for nothing. Like, well, they know that the truth lies at that school. They mm -hmm. know that the truth is up there at that school. They just trying to figure out who they gonna crack to get the truth. And my whole thing is. We don't, Drew. You don't been told umpteen times. We talk shit about Monet, but Monet is on point. She's been telling him from day one, stay your ass away from this dude. Mm -hmm. She ran up out the house uh, last episode. You keep going back up there to that school. She don't told you stay your ass away from up there at that school. Y'all keep going back up there. You and uh, you and Diana, y'all came too. Y'all keep y'all whole. The thing is, y'all would think that y'all would be the furthest away from that campus. As y'all can possibly be, y'all whole family is implicated in all these murders, and y'all still flying y'all ass up here to the school every day. And know that y'all are suspects, y'all are involved. Your family's That's name is being dropped. They shouldn't even know who y'all are. 
That's and the only reason why I didn't know who y'all are is because y'all keep taking y'all ass up to the school. The detective looking at the clothes on the ground, what kind of narrative are you trying to paint for that? Like, are you, are we left to assume that you're supposed to know that he's gay and he's got another dude in there with him? I mean, he's a college kid. I mean, how many college dorms are you going to go in and you're not going to see clothes and shoes and stuff on the floor? So, I mean, what, what kind of clue were you trying to get by because he got a sloppy room with shoes and clothes on the floor? I mean, he fishing. He's on a witch hunt at this point. He definitely, yeah, he definitely fishing. And Drew's right. not making it no better for himself because Drew, you can't stay away from this boy. You can't keep your hands off of him, and you don't need to be nowhere near. Especially you out here committing murders, and you out here, y'all know Zeke got caught up in all this. Y'all should be far away from this school as possible. My my thoughts. I agree. The only connection they should have to that school is when they meet up with Tariq. For the re-up. That's it. That's all. And that's and that and guess what? Even that don't happen at the school. They always no, meet, that definitely shouldn't happen at the school. Yeah, no. They always meet him off campus for that, except for that time that Diana brought that work up there to him on um, that time. But for the most part, they meet him off campus. But yet and still, them kids, Monet too, she bring her ass down into that school too much. Like y'all know y'all I hear it. But at least learning. Monet has like Monet has a legit reason she's checking up on Drew on Zeke. But the rest of them don't really like they don't. I mean, she still shouldn't be going up there as much. I want to know how to get But she got a legit, this, you know. This, this is an Ivy League school. How are y'all walking in and out these dorms? How are they y'all walking in and out right. campus like this? I mean, they, they walking on campus like it's a community college. Yes, mm-hmm. this is. An Ivy well, League I mean, school. I mean, that's that's not. I mean, that's that's not. That's no big deal. That's nothing. Walking around on campus is nothing. Hey, right, so we see Zeke, you know, he practicing his weak ass game. I can't stand Zeke. He practicing his weak ass <laughs> game. Shooting the weak ass free throw. So I'm working on my form. Whatever. He got on a stupid shirt. He got a stupid face <laughs> with a stupid hair. Um I can't stand his guy. Man. <laughs> he had the he had the infrared six oh with a Jordan one hoodie. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, he, just, oh looking, he just looking stupid oh as usual. Hey, hey, but you know that. what though? With that hoodie, though, check this out. Check this out. You see how that Jordan 1 apparently does not have a swoosh on it. It does yep. not have a wing on it. Yep. So right. maybe they didn't get the rights to use an actual Jordan hoodie on this one, man. <laughs> Which he don't, he don't deserve that no way because he got this stupid though. face. Like, he got a yeah. stupid face on this scene. Hey, but- did y'all see he had cut the bottom off the hoodie, man? So it was it was like a crop top hoodie, bro. Because that's what stupid people do. <laughs> but um, so Mecca pulls, Mecca pulls up on him. School. He can't be too stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't get me started. I mean, with Tariq doing <laughs> all his homework, which again, I don't right. know how Tariq has time, but okay. Right. Looking at these two pictures. Tariq don't even have time to do his own homework. So I don't even understand how he doing somebody else's. Because remember... When he got into canonical studies, he didn't even have time to read the book. He didn't even have time right. to read the book. So I don't see how you do it. Anybody else homework because he ain't doing shit for himself. <laughs> right. And looking at these two pictures, it's like a Mari Povich moment. Like, how is Dante? It was. Z- it was. It really was. It was a Jerry Springer Mari Povich moment. I'm your dad. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you know, it was pretty much against Monet wishes. And he's like, you know, you got a half size bigger. You know, than the other, you know, so one's half size bigger than the right. other. What did most people do? Man, I'm like, who cares? I'm like, who cares? Nobody cares about his stupid shoe size. Right here, it's you. 
it says Ezekiel. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I really didn't like this saying. I really don't like Zeke that much. However, you know, I take your thoughts on it. <laughs> See what y'all felt about her. I, I guess I guess the biggest part I take out of this scene is that he completely said, you know what, Monet, I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't care what you said. You said. Him off. He's a scorn baby daddy. That's what they And I don't like how they're writing him at this point. I do mm-hmm. not like how they're writing him because they're writing him like he's a, a, a bitter angry scorn baby daddy and so because she denied him a right to be though their interest and he does have a right to be but because she de- de- um denied him that introduction i'm gonna go do it on my own and there was yeah. a better way to do that there was a better way for them to tell zeke that it would probably been better for them to tell him together and i'm right and that's why I'm, I'm not understanding what was his end goal like what's the motivation like, right like are you ready to reveal who you are? Are you ready to re- reveal your connection to Monet and you being the connect? Because you going to Zeke, let's let's assume that that situation had gone differently. Let's mm-hmm. assume Zeke was like, oh, daddy, I've been waiting for you all my life. What if Zeke decides he wants to get to know this dude? Now what are you going to do? Because now you've basically just unraveled your whole incognito plan because now everybody's going to find out who you are and what your connection is to Monet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yep. crazy. Yep. That's stupid acting right now. He's stupid acting right now. And I think what, what it is is he's pissed off because he can't get reacting off emotions. On board. He can't get Nene on board. So right. now that's, what, that's what it is. Way. It's, it's yeah. really about sad thing is I don't even think it's about Zeke as much as it's about Monet. Exactly. I'm I, I'm going to get what I want one right. way or another. Reacting so, off of emotions. Yep. Acting off emotions. Yeah, he should know that business wise it don't make any sense. But whatever. Here's uh this this scene you see uh Monet <laughs> she's pretty she she's pretty pretty she she you know she's pretty yeah. worked up she's trying to get to you know meet the agent for uh for Zeke to possibly go pro and you see Diana nosy ass being nosy as usual the phone buzz you know she uh she checks the phone and was like you know D whatever I can't remember exactly what the message said but so she looks at the phone. Yeah, right. That's exactly what it said. And of course, later on in the line, we will see how she used that piece of information. But they also have a conversation about uh, St. John versus going to Stansfield. And she was like, well, you are going to school. You go to St. John's. What you think I wasn't going to keep your ass close and tell you to still keep you away from Tariq? You got the game backwards, little girl. So right. she What's pretty that? much, you know, What's she pretty much went up Diana for that. It's almost like she it's almost like she's picking on Diana for even getting Lorenzo out at this point. You know, she but did. she did do it behind she her did. back and the way that she went about it was was pretty was pretty jacked up too. Right. But the way um she did it. Yeah, it was the way that she did it. Uh well, so what y'all think point, about this scene? At at this point, Diana was free with me. She was mm-hmm. free and clear. She dirty Diana now. She dirty Diana right now. I ain't got much. Ah, I like that. Her. Dirty Diana. I ain't, I ain't got much use for Dirty Diana no more because she was safe. She was safe up until this point. But when she stole that money, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say the action she did by helping her father get out of jail was necessarily mm-hmm. a wrong thing. Is mm-hmm. what she did and how she did it. Because right. it's like uh, Monet was trying to tell her when she was choking her ass out. I wish I had that clip because that was one of my favorites. Uh, when she was choking her ass out. <laughs> what she was trying to tell her then, listen, it's not so much about the action about you stealing the money. It's the fact that you led me to believe that someone else took the money and I killed them. Mm-hmm. Right. You got an attitude and you smart in my house. Yeah. Should have put so, your head through that damn window. 
Dirty Diana is a problem right now. She's a big problem because she's figuring shit out. She in grown folks business. She figuring shit out and she's she too nosy, man. Yeah, she's she too nosy. Really problem. She's going to put the pieces of this puzzle together if she hadn't already in this episode. I'm about to say she's doing it pretty quick. Yeah, yep. she. What did the text say again? It says, "Uh, it's from um, it's from D, which is which Dante. Dante. Right, yep. right. We need to talk about him, Nate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's what it said. So it was about Zeke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I got that. I just didn't remember what the exact words were. Got it. Got it. Got it. So Marvin, any thoughts on Dirty Diana? Dirty uh, Diana. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I mean you pretty much hit the nail on the head, man. Uh. You know, Michael Jackson made a song about her, and it's true too. She dirty dog. Oh man, we should have had that plan. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, at this point, a time she definitely needs to stay out. And the weekend we made it. She dirty dog. already letting her know. Like when she walked and came up to get up her, she was just like, "Get the fuck out my way, little girl." Yep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, like Monet want all the smoke. Talk spicy to her. She want all the smoke. You messed up my whole, my whole situation. And like I said last night in the text, what made Diana, she said, I thought this was going to bring my family closer together, but it's tearing us apart. Making it worse, How do you yep. think this is going to bring y'all together when this whole thing was you lying and stealing. off yeah. of your lie? Like mm-hmm. you had to do it in secret. You had to connive. You lied about the money. You had to steal the money, go behind mm-hmm. your mother's back. Like all of it was done in a way. What made you think it was going to turn out right? And, and and Monet has every right to be spicy with her right now. Look how Absolutely. she look how she treated her. Look how she treated yeah. her at the party. And then the next morning when she made the breakfast and she only how is she gonna make breakfast and not bring everybody yeah. breakfast? What type of shit is that? She yeah, knocked that shit out of the room. Let's be fair. But to be fair, let's be fair. Monet been treating Diana like shit too. Let's be fair. Facts. She has. She's been yoking the girl up and talking to her crazy and, and whatever the case may be. Way. But Diana is the youngest. So you know, at the end of the day, you 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 the baby in this situation. You need to go and get out the way before you get yourself hurt. So and Diana don't listen. She says she stay away from Tariq. She don't listen. Wrong, she's trying to protect her, but she because her baby is so goddamn mean, she's so goddamn mean. She don't know how to show love. So mm-hmm. you know the, the way she's been treating and talking to all them kids. Really, I mean that, that this is what's this is the this is the consequence to that. So because mm-hmm. she gets so nasty and mean to him or whatever, you know, Diana's acting out. And how she's acting out is she's sticking it to her. You know, she's outsmarting her mama. But it's going to be a point where, you know, it's just like where uh, Ghost told Tariq at time, don't think that you're smarter than me. So, you know, that's is a power struggle between the two of these two right now because both of them want to run, be the woman of this house. And mm-hmm. really, Diana needs to fall back and, and be the child and let Monet be the mother. But Monet, she, 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 she plays a part in this too. You're right, Crystal. Cause she has been um, nasty to these kids, so I mean, she's not innocent in this either. No, not at all. All right, so with this scene, Carrie was actually—it seemed like she was on Twitter, Twitter Spaces, and she was listening to the kids that you listened to the students had a conversation with uh, about her, about her personal yep. life. Yeah, that's what, that's what it seemed like, like Clubhouse or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like a whole group discussion. Yep. <laughs> About her, yeah, I'm talking about they was going in, yeah. too, yeah, they yeah, were. which, yeah. which, right, which rightfully so. So, you see, uh, the dean he comes oh, wait a minute, in. wait a minute, let's stop right there. How do they mm-hmm. know? Are we left to assume that Lauren has told everyone now that she I, was think so. I think yeah, so? I think so. I'm trying to figure out how does everyone know about it. 
I think because Lauren told her last week what Lauren told her last week. Everybody's about to get ready to know. She said it's my business. She did. Like, she told her last week. Tell everybody. Yeah, she said pretty soon it'll be everybody's business. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, I was yep. trying to figure out how yeah, everyone did. knew about it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and you see the dean walks in, you know, and he pretty much says, you know, I think it's a bad idea for you to make your speech in front of the sponsors, considering oh, how man. your personal life with Jabari has been exposed, amongst other things, other personal life with Zeke, and you know things like that. And Tate found the moment. This self I'm telling you, he always Tate found the moment. moment. His ass was at the door and found a moment. Just that quick. Mm -hmm. He quick with it now. I got to give it to him. He quick on oh, his feet. Oh, he said your feminist ways and all this, sexism. you know, sexism, man. You don't want her to be on there and just put which the... Is, which is really bullshit. If, I mean, let's, let's, again, if this was a real situation at a real school, the dean, the fact that the dean had enough, had enough concern to say, I don't think it's appropriate for you to speak at the dinner, Tells me that the dean knows about the rumors, which means mm -hmm. that he should have been coming to her in an HR capacity to say, "Listen, not only are you not speaking at this dinner, but you need to come and see me first thing in the morning because we need to discuss what's being said around town." Right, right. Like yeah. all of that feminism and stuff that should have never even walked. And he should have checked. He should have checked him and been like, "Wait a minute! First of all, this is a private conversation. Mm -hmm. Second of all, this isn't just about this isn't about feminism. This is about ethics and it's about her job." Her sleeping with Jabari, depending on their, their rules within the school, might not have been a problem. But the rumors about Zeke is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so a couple questions about this. So the dean has enough concern to want to um, shut Carrie down from speaking at this dinner, but no concerns about Tariq being back at the school whatsoever. Right. Yeah, uh, that's there's an issue with Carrie. Yeah. There's an issue yeah. with Carrie. But you got that's a murder on your campus that's... right now. There's no problems with that whatsoever. That's, that's bad. Carrie's the furthest from the problems at now, <laughs> right now. Yeah, that's bad. I like the way you defended her, too. I should have asked this earlier on, and, and Crystal, you're an educator, so maybe you can put some insight on this. How is it that Rashad Tate is able to be a teacher or a professor at a college campus with no credentials? Well, so that, there's a couple of answers to that. On a college as a substitute campus, teacher, I could see that. But as huh? a professor? As a substitute teacher, I could see that, but as a professor, well, no, on a college level, none of that matters. On a, they do it all the time on a college level. Yeah, I see it happen all the time. Former um, congressmen, former presidents, former—I mean, I mean, shoot, they even had um, Ti co-teaching a class down at Clark Atlanta. Yep. On a yeah, college level, yep. the, the the criteria is totally different, especially mm -hmm. if the person you're bringing in is going to bring prestige and bring some legitimacy. So we're talking about someone who was. A cop, we we from all attempts, we found out he, you know, we know that he had a good reputation as a as a police officer. Then he is a politician. He ran for governor, even though he lost. It happens a lot when people run mm -hmm. for these positions and they and they don't win. They they are in college. They become college professors all over the place. It's mm -hmm. it's the college level criteria is totally different than uh, K through twelve. You don't have to have any teaching experience if you go to the school and you are bringing some sort of expertise. We see it. Writers do it a lot. Um, writer um, Maya Angelou was a professor mm -hmm. at my college, you know, for a while. Like, it, it, she was at Wake Forest for a while. Like, you don't have to have any type of college credentials. But I do agree with you, though. Uh, the dean should have shut him down. He was like, listen, this ain't, um, this ain't politics right here. You're a professor. 
So right. this is a, uh, yeah, this ain't your place. Me and another see your way out of this. Yeah, you should have went on back to your classroom or your your office or whatever because you ain't got nothing to do with this conversation. But seems like the, the dean cowers. Should have checked him. Like, excuse me. Yeah, the dean cowers to everyone because. Uh, really, he should have shut that whole situation down where Rashad and Carrie said, uh, neither one of you need to be at this dinner. Well, Rashad mm -hmm. didn't get an invitation, but that's why he was advocating for Carrie because he was trying to use her to be his uh, invitation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You already know it. Yeah, he put he put two feet in the door with that one. And here, poor Carrie, she got to sit here and resonate on her oh, action. Oh, my God. <laughs> she got to sit here and resonate on her action. DG, come on, man. <laughs> oh, oh she, she I'm, I'm with you, Carrie. I'm with you, Carrie. Oh, <laughs> she's a victim. Yeah. She's a victim. Well, you a victim of what? Not even going here. She's a victim. Right, so Y'all yeah, can't see sure. that. Y'all can't see. I don't. I don't she's see victim. victim nowhere in her. I don't see victim nowhere. Don't get me started. I don't think she's a victim. <laughs> She's a I think she a lot of things, but I don't think victim is one of them. I'm about to say, I think she a hoe. She's not a <laughs> Hey, she was a hoe. For show. Uh, we got to keep it PG-13, y'all. This is going on YouTube. <laughs> Save that for the chat. Her next body, her next body is Tate. Anyway. So with <laughs> well, here we see uh, Monet's back to the door room, you know, checking check Zeke. Like, you know, we had a meeting with the agent, you know, just trying to put you on, you know, it's trying to get you the avenue to go to the league, and you missed it. What the hell's going on? Oh, and Zeke, like, with that stupid face, and Zeke is like, yeah, uh, somebody, somebody came and said that he was my dad, and yeah, this one guy. Yeah, I, I need to go talk to my mom. I need to go talk to my mom. I need to go talk to my mom. And, and he had this tattoo. He had this yeah, tattoo. Yeah, and he, he showed me this tattoo. And I just believe what he said because he showed me this tattoo. And one foot is bigger than the other. And whatever. So he he's, you know, he got questions. So at this point, he's like, you know, I need to get this part of my life in order before I move, in, before I move forward. Monet sends him down and he, he checks, you know, checks like, yo, sit down. This dude is really just trying to ride your coattail. Your dad is not getting out of prison. I didn't want to tell you this. Your dad is locked up. He's not coming back. That, that Jesse, way, that this guy's just trying to get on, move forward, focus back on basketball. What y'all think about this? What I see here is that there have been multiple lies been told to him because he was initially under the impression that his father was dead. Mm -hmm. Now he goes from being dead to being life in prison. Okay, mm -hmm. what's his name? I mean, he's in prison. That means I can go see him. And why you know, would he? And, he should have unpacked that some more. He should have unpacked that some but, more. But my question is, why would she even? Why wouldn't she just leave him? Like to me, the better. First of all, it was stupid for her to lie because DNA is so easy to just get a DNA test these days. But whatever. But even if you're gonna go with the lie, why wouldn't you just stay stick with the lie, saying Zeke, your father is dead. Right. Anybody right. that's coming up to you. Is, is on that bullshit. They're just trying to they get a come up. They're trying to latch on to you. Like, to That's me, I would have admitted that. nothing. I would have stuck to the he dead story. Why mm -hmm. now you want to invent, oh, he's in jail? Because like you said, now that opens up a whole nother list of questions because now what see, jail is I got questions that I didn't have. Can I see him? Right. right. Why did y'all lie to me all these years? Why didn't you tell me? Like, what did he go to jail for? Like, right. all of this. What jail is he in? 
Is he in jail down south? Is he in jail here? And see, he was getting ready to go see his mom. And see, the thing about it is, though, her sister wasn't prepared for Zeke to mm-hmm. arrive and ask all these questions. So mm-hmm. that was getting ready to open up a whole can of worms where the sister was going to tell him a well, whole different right. set of lies. And all Monet had to do was, she all she had to do was stick to the lie and then call her sister and say, Zeke is coming. He got some questions. Somebody walked up on him, just stick this to the story. His daddy did. Like, that's it. Because yep. Monet did allude when she was talking to Mecca, and Mecca was like, you made all these decisions without me. And she was like, I was 16 years old. You don't think decisions were made without me? And so now it's sort of coming into focus a little bit that maybe the family decided you are, you're young, you got a future ahead of you. We're going to take the child. We're going to raise the kid. You go ahead with your life. Like, it sounds like that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened and it probably that. was because at the end of the day, what she's 16, 17. So let's right. just be honest. She probably didn't have a decision. She probably didn't have a say in this. That's exactly right. what happened. That's what it sounds pregnant like. young and they took the child and gave it so, to you know, that's, that's how that's how black folk used to do all the time. Yep. They would you you would go away for a while, you would come back, the baby, you would have the baby, you would come back, and you were going with your life, and somebody who was older who was, you know, whatever, they would raise the child. Like, black folk used to do that. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't out of the realm of reality that that's what would have happened. It was more of a common practice. Thing about it is, though, I actually thought that she was going to tell him the truth. When she was like, sit down, um, sit down, I need to tell yeah, you. It was no way. It was no way. It was no way I thought he was going to find out the truth. For a moment, I thought she was going to tell him the truth. No way. No, I thought so, too. Well... At this point, he's an adult, and he has a right to know. So, you know, maybe while he was a teenager and growing up, and you didn't want this to affect his, you know, upbringing. But at this point, you're continuing. It's like he told her uh, in that car, you're continuing to put me in harm's way and not even tell me what's up. So at this point, Dante is dangerous. He is dangerous. Regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not he intentionally means any harm to Zeke, mm-hmm. the fact of what he's involved in, his criminal organization, he's involved with the Tejada family, um, now supplying them weight. He's met Lorenzo. He's got a connection to his mom. Like At this point, Zeke, you're in danger. And not even knowing that you're in danger by your own father. You know, So this, mm-hmm. this is about to be a big mess that's going to unravel. And so he confronts her about it. I don't blame him. I mean, he should have. As he should have. He confronts her and is like, listen. He should have. But you neither know, one of them got stupid faces like Zeke. So it's kind of like, whatever. I'm the pappy. I'm the pappy. I'm the pappy. But I go back to what Crystal was saying. He just seems to be so. What is his end game? It's got to be Monet. Because he's he's got tunnel vision at this point. He will not let this go. I mean, you haven't had any dealings with this child in, what, 24, 25 years or whatever the case may be. Why now? But my Why problem now? with this is, my problem with this is, as, as calculated as it seems like he has been, now you're reacting off of emotions. And I don't like that. Like, like his character is changing because he never really reacted off of emotions before. Yes, I Or agree. anything like that. But now you're reacting off of emotions you kind of going on the deep end. There was a different way that he could win about doing this because he seems like he's a, a smart street guy. It seems like he has, you know, 
the best of both worlds would come out of books. Or does he genuinely want a relationship Maybe he genuinely He may be, but right now he's moving. As of right now, from what I can see right now, this is what I'll foreshadow is he's he's moving reckless right now. Yeah, from what I see. I agree. I see. I agree. All right. In this scene, we get to meet an old friend. Tamika is back. I don't and... like to complain on my phone. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I just thought about that like the minute, like every time I see I don't like people playing on my phone. I keeps it real. <laughs> oh, man. Tamika is back. You know, Tamika reached out. Tamika reached out to her to get some advice. Oh I don't know why I keep reaching out to Tamika. I keep saying, I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, she, she played in an episode on the Chappelle show. Tamika played in an episode on the Chappelle show. <laughs> And she's mad. <laughs> yeah, about her boyfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> well, she thought that was a boyfriend's girlfriend. It was what is Jamal and this Kanye <laughs> club hopping Jezebel. I don't like people playing on my phone. That's what about the Jezebel. So like Tariq, in this episode, basically, <laughs> don't talk no more. She was like, "Can we play it on my phone?" <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Like really be, really be caught that. I caught it. I caught it. Oh, man. I came from the hip with that one. But anyway. He didn't even aim that one. He didn't even aim that one. Retro ain't that one, but that's fine. It's the hip. He beats with Tamika, who seemed to be his advisor or uh, somebody that he could find in with with well, everything he defense. had called her earlier in the episode when, when he made it. Mm-hmm. Um, he had called her earlier in the episode to come help him about yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she seemed like this is like whenever she whatever he needs to find is something and be completely honest. That that's who he goes to on a legal standpoint. Like he can confess and cleanse his souls, almost like so uh, he killed his soul. But like, I have no idea of why he keep going to her or whatever. Does she see something in him that he doesn't see in himself? And make, I have no idea what type of no, because he realizes has. that she's a good attorney as well. And he did she she was instrumental in helping Tasha get off. So at the end of the day, he's using her as a resource. That's basically what it is. He's using her as a resource. He's pulling on her heartstrings with the whole sister. He ain't calling her about this murder case. He called her about this whole Yasmin thing, and he and he put mm-hmm. that down on her mind and tried to pull at her heartstrings. Well, she'll help me if I plead to her uh, for help with my little sister. That's what that was all about. That was just mm-hmm. him running game. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Now you put it like that, it makes sense. Make perfect sense. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So once again, it's just it's just once again him using people. Yeah, well, it's the same thing that Ghost used to do. Ghost used to do it all the time. That you know he would use different people for different means to his end, and that's what Tariq is doing at this point. He's meeting with her and saying, "Hey, listen, I know that you might not be finesse her, finesse her. That's exactly what he's doing." And then the stupid fool admits to her. Well, she asked him. Well, she pretty much. I, I don't know why she keep holding on to these pictures because all those murders ain't ghosts. She keep trying to put all these murders on Ghost. Ghost did not kill that witness. Tommy did. 
Ghost didn't kill yeah, um, Keisha. Tasha did. So put them pictures up to be. It don't matter. You put it all on Ghost. Yeah, matter. you don't know what you're talking right. about. You just. It don't matter. She think the Ghost did it, so that's that's ghost the way is she the is. The evilest person in the world. Like no. Yeah, he kind of was, but close enough. But my thing is, she shouldn't want to be dealing with the St. Patrick family. The St. Patrick family has been nothing but a mess for her. Uh, they got her fired from her job when she was trying. And they're not paying her. Tariq's not paying her. She owe Tariq nothing. Yeah, she don't owe him nothing. So I don't know why she keeps showing up. And she knows she's dealing with a murder. She knows she's dealing with a crime, uh, an organized crime family. Like, what you keep going down there for and thinking that you're going to change Tariq? His own father right. couldn't change him. His mama couldn't change him. Tommy, Kanan, nobody could change him. What you think you're going to do for him? Like, let the boy be what he is. He's the Satan. He's the spawn of Satan. Let him be what that he what he is. Let him rot in hell. He, he's no good. <laughs> he's no good for anyone. And his mammy sent, he, sent him over there to kill you. And you're still sitting up here trying to help him. You fool. That's you true. Fool. That's true. Wait, she don't know that, though. She don't. And we know things that she doesn't know, but still, she should know enough to know that if she keeps saying it, bodies keep piling up around and you, or whatever. She should what make, you should have a fear that you're gonna be one of those bodies. Like, right? Quit. He's he's not an ally, and so I don't know what she thinks that she's gonna be able to do to convince him to cop to these charges because he ain't. He's trying to get out of them. So, what you think you're gonna talk him into taking a deal? And how can you make a deal for him when you're not the prosecutor? So I didn't understand how she could. I didn't understand none of that. I didn't understand him going to her. I didn't understand her answering. I understand none of that because she's not trying the case. So how can you offer him a deal that you hadn't even talked to with the AUSA that's prosecuting the case? Land up. He's already been burnt by him. He's already been burnt by him before. Why are you entertaining this boy? Twice, and she was burnt by Tasha. Remember Tasha fired her trying to protect her. So she knows the truth. She knows the truth. She knows where the truth is at. So I don't know what she thinks. Had she at, at real talk? If if they had let Tasha do her damn job, Tasha, I don't know if she would have. I mean, um, I mean, um, not Tasha, Tamika. I don't know if Tamika would have got Tasha off, but Tasha would be with protection. But she did She was close. Remember, she was close yep. to getting her off. She had got her off. She had got that's her right off. But when she figured that's out right. the truth, when she figured out the truth, that's when Tasha fired her. So she had right. already gotten That's her right. off. You're right. She had gotten her off. You're right. You're right. She had gotten her off. And so I think that's why uh, I think that is why um, um, Tariq continues to go to her is for support. And she's she's supporting Cass right now because at one point Davis was trying to get her in on the case as well to um, try and see if she could, uh, he could use her to help get Tasha off. But yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I recall. I, I just I feel sorry for her because I feel like I mean she 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 skated up out of power unscathed and she almost didn't make it out of book uh, season one or book two. But uh, right. I feel like the more and more Tamika show up for uh, Tariq, the more and more she putting herself at risk of checking on up out of here before it's time for her to go. You know, yeah, she gonna have an early checkout and she keep I fucking agree. around with Tariq because nothing good, nothing good comes out of it. <laughs> So in this next scene, uh, we see that uh, Lorenzo and Drew meet up with uh, Mecca, which they know him as Mecca. We know him as Dante. Right. Um, but they meet up with Mecca, and this was just a bad idea. This this was a bad idea. Mecca should have stayed anonymous. 
He should have stayed behind the scenes. But because he got mad with Monet last episode, he decides that he wants to um, go ahead and go through with uh, Kane's uh, request to meet with Lorenzo. And I just, I thought that was a very bad idea. So the, I think that's more so to kind of figure Lorenzo out. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, uh, yeah, he wanted to size him up. He yeah, I think that's more so to figure. I think that's more so to figure Lorenzo out. You know, basically because, like you said, it's a it's an animosity thing between. He him wanted and to see who's uh, who's making so, his time, who's right. him out. He, so he wanted to size him up because, mm -hmm. of course, I mean, you could probably look at. He probably could have looked it up as we've seen several times in the past. People Google searching who the Tejada family was is. I think he could have pretty much looked him up, but at the same time, like he told Kane, I know the name, but never had the pleasure. So this was kind of like to me, man, let me let, let, like you said, size him up. Let me, let me put some eyes on him, see what he looked like, see how he moved to the physical and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Kind of gauge what my next move is. That's absolutely we, what this was. This was an ego move. This was a, let me, this was a dick contest. This is exactly what all of that was. Yep, I agree. But you see, I definitely call it a pissing contest. Yes, it was. And you see that Kane wasn't here for Drew showing up for the meeting either. So nope. you know, we we getting this Kane versus Abel. Uh, I was narrative. gonna say the exact same thing, Kane and Abel situation. I was gonna yep. say the exact same thing. It's developing. It's it's developing, and we also get introduced to a new character um in this scene too, Raquel, which I'm assuming yeah. is, is one of uh Mecca's hitters. Or his number one. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the goons. She seems like she's the silent hitter. Yeah, hitter. Yeah, hitter. She's so lovely. Hey, and she was waiting so late in the season. They I wonder why they waited so late in the season to bring her because we were left under the impression that his number one hitter was the uh chef assassin. Yeah, the chef. But we see Raquel. Well, she say she say, Hey, I thought you said it was one person. Yep. Yeah, she was she was peeping the scene out too. Uh, but what I didn't understand is why give the Tejada family all the weight? So that instantly cut Kane out. What Kane was doing, Kane was already doing his thing on the side. So why would you cut Kane off to give the Tejada family all of your weight? And now Kane don't have <laughs> to to do his thing that he was doing. Which I didn't understand that, put, that either. I didn't understand why he cut Kane off. I was hoping that you did because I needed someone to explain. No, that. I didn't understand well, that. No, Kane is Tahada fan. He know Kane is Tahada, so there it is. Yeah, but money that's is the way I can look and at you're it. You're already getting money with Kane, right? And, and we're going to see that's going to put maybe. Him in a oh, you know what? Maybe it's a way to to maybe it's a way to um. <clears throat> maybe it's a way to cut Monet off. Maybe maybe that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. I forgot about that. That's exactly what it is. Because mm. he knew that uh, Kane and Monet was doing their own thing on the side. With yeah. course correct. That's right. Yeah. You're right. That's what it is. Mystery solved. Um, I, I, I just think that this was, this is not going to be strange bad fellows here. These are going to be rivals. And they're oh, going, absolutely. They're, they're definitely going to go at each other once, especially once oh, yeah, that, that, that's out what's going right on. Now. That's, that's going to be a big problem. That's going to be a big problem for the organization, too, because then that fucks up y'all connect. So not only are y'all not going to have no drugs, but then y'all going to be at war with each other. So mm -hmm. this is going to be a big mess. Well, Ooh. we make our way to the dinner. <laughs> we make our hey, way babe. to the dinner. <laughs> CP, you want to break this one down? I mean, I'm just saying, like, Lauren, 
was basically letting you know Carrie know who's in charge. Like, like I'm in charge of the girls now. Like I'm in charge of the girls now. <laughs> you know, like you, you know, you 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 had me over a barrel, you did what you did, but I'm flipping that script and I'm gonna embarrass you and I'm gonna do it in a way that you know I can stand back and still look innocent. You know what I mean? So right, she, that's exactly you what know, you basically did. everybody is whispering, like the whole the rumor has spread throughout. Everybody, I mean, the donors are whispering, the bull, everybody's whispering while Lauren, I mean, while um, <clears throat> Carrie calls herself giving her speech on Jabari. But like I said, um, the dean was not wrong for saying she shouldn't have given that damn speech. I agree. And she should have known for herself that it was probably wouldn't have been a good idea for her to do it. But she Especially thought once she knew that they were gossiping about her, like it'd be exactly. different if she didn't Especially know. Especially if she, she had heard that recording. About you. Yes, after she had heard that that live stream or whatever she was on, where she was listening to what the students were saying about her, exactly. that was her confirmation right there. That was your confirmation. Yeah, that, that should have dead in her whole thought of doing a speech. Right, she should have fell back off that because at this point she knows she got confirmation that everybody on the campus is talking mm -hmm. about her. And That's that ego, though. How generous she is. Yeah, it was her ego. Even Bruschetta was like, mm, the temperature between y'all don't seem too right. Everything good? They were like, yes. Right. Keisha. Yep. So we see Tate at extortion at his best. Extortion, blackmail <laughs> at his best. And he's just in his moment, in his element, doing what he do best. With his uh, fine ass. Now, I had an issue with the comments that were being made at the table with the family about this Jabbery, this jabbery. Does anyone know who this jabbery is? It kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Crystal. That all, that the, emphasis is on, all the emphasis is on Detective Ramirez's murder, and like Jabari is just an afterthought, you know. And um, of course, you know, that dysfunctional family of theirs was sitting there having a conversation about his book and how the mama had read the book and all the sex scenes and all that stuff. And Tate walks up and approaches the father and pretty much puts him on notice. Now listen, I know about this picture. But I don't think that was a good play. I didn't think it was a good play either. He play, or at least he played his hand too soon. He played his hand too soon, but what he was doing was his motive was I'm going to use his friend to convince him to step down without me even having to have access to the picture. In other words, I can get this done on my own without Tariq giving me the picture, and mm -hmm. now I can cut Tariq off without having to help him anymore. So that was the motivation with that. Let me go ahead and see what I can get done on my own without the picture and see if I can get what I need up out of... Uh, I don't even remember what the guy's name is. I don't even know what the man's name is, but uh, Braden's father. And so Braden's father told Robert him... Like, I mean, Robert, Robert Swinney uh, so is the uh, senator. Robert Weston. Mr. Weston or whatever his name Robert is. Robert Weston. Uh, Mr. Weston was like, listen, I don't take uh, blackmail easy. You know, I don't take this extortion easy or whatever. He was like, mm -hmm. well, he was like, I don't take blackmail easy. He's like, well, what about the black face? So he let him know that I know about And that's when his face, but his face cracked a little bit when he heard he the cracked, black face He cracked part. a little bit on the question when he said that black face. Yep, he cracked. His face, his face definitely cracked. He was like, oh, wait, shit. How you Right, because then I think he was thinking <laughs> right. about it. What does he know? Like, hold up. What does he know? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's yeah. seen the picture. I mean, oh, he's seen the picture. Yeah. Yep. So but you can't already... want to trace it, but the, the messed up thing is it's still going to trace directly back to um Brayton. No, not Brayton to Tariq because Brayton knew about the picture. I mean, Brayton I mean, and Brayton was listening to into the Tariq. conversation. 
And didn't Tariq look at the picture while he was there at the house? Because right. remember, remember, remember the brother, the remember the brother took the took the um photo. No, no, no. Yes, he came and talked to his dad. Brayden had got up and walked away from the table already. No, 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 no. I'm talking about um it, it's still gonna trace back to Tariq. Crystal's right. Because when Tariq first saw the picture, he was at their house. They was they at the kickoff of the hunting. When right. they was having that gathering, and the brother came up and snatched the uh, album from him and said, You don't need to be looking at this. Right. So when it gets why out, why would you have it? Why would you keep something like that? You know right how, on the damn down. You, know you know how privilege is. You know how privilege is. Like that. that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's that's whatever. You know it's, 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 it's a trophy. It's a trophy. It's a trophy. It's a parody on, on black folk. It's a parody on black folk. It's it's mm -hmm. it, uh, uh picking on black folk. It's picking on OJ. But they didn't think. But the other part is they don't think they. You know how privileged is. They can't be touched. That's why they but can't. I don't even think it's that deep. I just don't. I think it's. I think they don't think they did anything wrong. No, there's they racial undertones with that because even how they uh, son Tariq over there that gather, it's privilege at its best. No, I get that part. But what I'm saying is, when you think about Halloween costumes, look at every year. We have this. We have to have this conversation about what is appropriate and what is inappropriate. What is and not you figure, correct. You figure twenty years ago, people the the political correctness wasn't where it is now. I mean, all of us have worn a Native American costume at one point in time, but it's not it's no right. longer acceptable to do that. So what right. I'm saying is, it's an old picture that they took twenty years ago. That at the time was it still inappropriate? Sure, but would it have cost him a Senate race twenty years ago? No, it would cost him a Senate race now because of the times. Right. Because so that's what time. I mean. So. Like you say, yeah, why you know how that goes. That picture's probably said. Uh, how many of us got pictures in our photo albums that we've never looked at, and we we took the pictures sitting there, we ain't even thought about it. And I think that's what it was that it was just something in that photo album because I don't even think the brother knew particularly what what um Tariq was looking at. The photo album itself was part of this was a fraternity photo fraternity, album. He was yeah. like, right. So I don't even think the brother paid attention to the specific picture. It was just. You're not part of the fraternity, you can't see this. And if Braden is smart, he'd get rid of that picture. But they're gonna remember they took the damn picture. They're gonna know yeah, what a picture they can remember they took the picture, but he should get rid of well, the he picture. Well, he do it, like you saw it on his face. He processed it in that moment. He processed yeah, it yeah, in that moment when his face cracked, when he was like the black face. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. he processed it that moment. Definitely. My poor all right. Well, here we got is this where Carrie makes her or attempts to make her speech? Really, really trying to give her speech. Oh, no, she don't look, she don't look like poor Carrie now. No, the cat is out the bag that she's you know doing this person and doing that person, and she you know try to do her speech in front of the sponsors. She's trying to do a speech in front of the sponsors, and everybody is mumbling and kind of looking at her. Just she feels like the elephant in the room. I wasn't clear if that was headlight. happening or was she imagining that was what everyone was doing? No, because Tay said, "Yeah, everybody was talking about you." Okay, no, so that wasn't real. Everybody because I kind of took it. Kind of takes me back to that uh, that episode where Ghost was trying to give that speech, and he saw Raina in the audience, and he just fumbled. That's what mm -hmm. I felt like was happening here. I don't necessarily think that everyone was actually talking about her. I think that's what she think everyone was talking about her, and she just mm -hmm. she melted. But it no, could be. No, I think no. Everybody were talking, was talking about, about her. They probably mm -hmm. were. They I probably were talking about such it. a point to um, you know, try to tell her, look, I don't think it's a good idea for you to go. So you might be right. 
Because like even trying, during the introduction, to, when they were it was trying like, to save her from this happening, they were trying to save her from the dean. Was right, that's what I'm saying. The dean wasn't wrong. The dean yeah. was not wrong. No, you remember when she said the big heart or whatever, and the big heart must be in his pants or something like that. Everybody was definitely talking about her. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was definitely talking about her. Carrie, it's gonna so, be okay. It's, it, it's, okay. it's not. Okay. It's not. It's gonna be Her okay. career is done in Stansfield. It is. It's gonna be okay, Carrie. She didn't Her career is done in Stansfield. But it's gonna be okay. We're gonna get through this, Carrie. It is. <laughs> and then she runs, she runs off stage. She runs off stage and during another vulnerable moment. Here comes self-preservation in his here comes Tate. Look oh, at him with a yeah. smile. You can't not look at him. Tate has a foot in the door. He has a foot, a leg, and an arm in the door now. He but put I that cape on. This is his, Till I save her. I want to be safe. You know he came to save. You know he came to save. You want to be safe. Look at her. Yeah, she want to be safe. She always want to be safe. She did not. But here you see, you here you see it, and she's having like a regretful moment, and Tate comes and pretty much tells her, you know, this ain't the end of the road for you. You know, I don't, I don't want you to think. It is bad as it seems. It's definitely as bad as as it seems. I'm sorry, guys, for those of you who think that Carrie's going to get killed and she's going to die. She's not. She's going to be an influence. This is going to be our new power couple. It's going to be Tate and Carrie. They are going to be an influence. This is the undertone of what's happening. Tate and Carrie, they're going to be a power couple. But she's going to end up smashing the homies. Anyway, um, let's talk about let's talk about Tariq and all this clapping he doing over here at this campus. <laughs> and Dirty Diana finally got he what she Dirty wanted. Diana. Dirty Diana you know, finally this, got what she wanted. This, this say Lauren kind of just pops up at, at his room at this point. Like, you know, I want to talk to you. I guess she found some type of conscious. Uh, about the conversation she had with um with a couple of people who was like, well, I do know where she had with um Carrie. I do know him. I know about his sister, you know, his dad. He has nobody. He lost his best friend, whatever, whatever. So Who's she went over to the room to lost? talk to him. Who's the best friend he Kanan. Kanan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Kanan was the best friend. So oh, okay, okay. So Lauren goes over there to talk to him, and then Dirty Diana pops up. And then Tariq hits her with the, you know what? My lawyer said I probably need to stay away from you anyway. Now you have a good life. Now you remember that? You remember now that? Your now your ass is listening. Now you're paying attention to what your lawyer said. I probably should be talking to you. Yeah. After you don't talk to 25 other people about murders. Yeah. Right. Have, a, have, have a good life. You know, and, and Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana. Now, Dirty Diana came on to him. She did. That's and what she, she came did. there for. And this scene, and this scene, there for. Definitely came over to him. And this is why I think, like, some of the things that Monique, that Monet does towards her, is warranted because she keeps telling him, "Stay away from Tyree. Stay, stay away from Tyree. This is stay away from Tyree. From happening. She told him, "Stay away from Tyree." But you know what we see in this scene? The introduction. This is this is when this is when she officially becomes Tasha St. Patrick. This is when she officially becomes Tasha St. Patrick. Mm. She's gonna get pregnant. I'm telling you, she's gonna get pregnant. Tariq don't been with all three of these girls. He don't been with Lauren, he don't been with Effie. This is the one that's gonna get pregnant. And she's gonna be the next Tasha St. Patrick. And Tariq's I'm gonna say, this. I'm gonna say that she's gonna, gonna be Lauren. 
this is the moment where she becomes Tasha St. Patrick. Watch. I would have thought Effie would be more than Tasha St. Patrick because Effie seemed like she was more with a lot of stuff than Diane. Effie's going to betray him. Effie's yeah, I'm, betray say, him. I'm telling y'all, I don't trust her. Effie is going to betray Effie's him. Out I don't the know picture. who Effie's she's working with. I don't mm. know who she's working with, but Effie... Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be between. It's going to be. It's going to be next season. It's going to be Lauren versus Diana because Diana's going to end up pregnant by him, and Lauren's really going to still have feelings for him because we see this in this scene right here. She was trying to go over there and make things right with him so they can get back together, and uh, she was going to try to apologize him, but Dirty Diana beat her to the punch. She put that thing on him, and now what's going to happen? The, it, it's what this is what's led up to this moment. Because Monet has been trying to keep him away. She's been trying to keep Diana away from Tariq. She's been trying her best to keep Diana from up at that school. Mm -hmm. Going to that school, it, it, it just, I see it in the writing. I see it in the writing. It would be very interesting to see that uh, what would be a twist is if both of them end up pregnant, but I don't see Lauren being pregnant. Uh, I do see uh, Diana getting pregnant by him and that's how he gets stuck with the Tahada family. He's going to become a part of the Tahada family. It, it's just sitting there, there for seasons to come that they're going to have uh, a relationship where uh, Tariq had a moment where he actually didn't really. It's, it's just like how Tasha asks, uh, goes, did you ever really love me or did you use me? And that's what Tariq has been using Diana. He's been using Diana for a product. He's been using Diana for information. And why would she even want to sleep with him at all after he dimed her out to his mama? Right. He sat there and told Monet that she stole the money. So, but, but Monet didn't tell her that. She doesn't know how Monet figured. She just for all she knows, Monet just figured it out. That's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. I mean, Dirty Diana. Amy, what you think about this Dirty Diana and Tariq? Um, <laughs> I think, well, for one, I think Tariq is just being a, a college kid. He's going to get whatever cheeks he possibly can get as a college student. So I'm not even faulting him completely for that. He's, if there were randoms, yes. But all he's a, these, it's messy. All, all it's these messy women, as ever. All these women are, are part of a puzzle that's that's it's extremely, good it's extremely messy but for yeah, 18 19 year old 18 19 year old is going to be messy with women at that age so yeah. i'm not really faulting them for that um what i fought i, I kind of fought dirty diana a little bit more because your mom said stay away and because especially because of everything that's going on right now with the the double murders you know the business portion of it you know there was a rhyme and reason behind that um she probably will eventually get hurt because now you're looking at, you know, Effie, who was just trying to show the ropes of being a scammer, you know, everything not so long ago. They were just, you know, kicking it inside of uh, Nordstrom's not that long ago or whatever, trying to run up a scam. And now they both smashing. So I think that's going to be a little interesting conversation. The conflict between the two of them. But what they really should have done, I wish they would have written it where uh, Diana would have ended up going to the same school. And I said this last week. Uh, I really wish they would have made it where Diana was at the school with Effie. I think that would have been mm -hmm. better for the story. I think that would have been better for this inner conflict between the two of them that's going to develop once they find out that both of them have been sleeping with Tariq. That would have mm -hmm. been so much better for the story if they would have had uh, Effie and Diana at the same school. <clears throat> All right, I so feel, in this I scene... Think that they, 
that I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but I still think that the bad writing was that they're not acknowledging the fact that Effie and Brayden are older than Tariq. Like they're still not. They make it seem like they're all of the same age, and they weren't. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they were at choke before Tariq got there. Exactly. So and remember, they were older if, than Tariq. If, 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 anything, just, if anything, maybe not even older. If anything, they should be further along in their coursework than Tariq. Right. They were. They were. That's what I'm saying. They were a year. They were a year ahead of Tariq, or two years ahead of Tariq. Because remember, they were getting ready to graduate, and Tariq was still in like tenth or eleventh grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, uh, it goes back to, oh, and I was going to talk about that when we got to uh, Yasmin's scene, but it's going back to Yasmin being nine years, nine years old. So we're saying that nine years have passed in power? No. <laughs> that's what I'm like, yo, how no. we can't be nine years like, that is crazy. It, it goes back to what I said. She was a baby in a grip year. choking on the um on keychain the first season of power. She's not but, but, it, but it goes back to what I said last season. When they started this, what they should have done was fast forward it two years. Two years and so later. much more, so many things would just make so much more sense. Mm-hmm. If they had just fast forwarded two years and started with Tariq being a sophomore in college, a lot of this would just be just would make so much more sense. But Agreed. whatever, that's what under the bridge. Agreed. All right, this is what uh, what I like to call a, another pissing contest. It seemed like to me, mm-hmm. this is uh where Drew was watching something on TV they and Kane right, pretty though. much came they in, right. and Kane just came in and was like, "Yeah, I'm taking the remote. I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing." And Drew like, "Yo, what's what's really your problem? You know, you kind of." Was trying to show out on me, you know, when we met to connect, like, what's really your big issue? Well, we know what his biggest issue is. His biggest issue is, hey, you the you number one guy up, and I was supposed spot. to be the number one guy yeah, up. So I have a so I have a problem with that. But um Kane flips it, you know, and was like, Yeah, your dude is a snitch. What you gonna do about that? I did this in order to protect this family, and now you still going back to see this dude who is snitching. You know, what are you gonna do about it? Drew got into his feelings. He ain't like what was being said. It's true, but he ain't like what was being said. And, you know, that's when it got physical. And then you see Lorenzo, he comes in, you know, and he breaks it up and say, y'all making a mess on my house. Please clean this mess up or whatever. And remember, Drew, I said no loose ends. So whatever issue it is, you need to fix it. How y'all feel about that? I agree 100%. Yeah, for once, Kane, for once, Kane wasn't wrong. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. he wasn't wrong. He mm-hmm. was disrespectful, but he wasn't no, wrong. Definitely. Well, Kane's always disrespectful. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he know any other language to speak but disrespect. I don't think so either. <laughs> that is his love language, disrespect. But, but Drew was <laughs> right love, as well. All you, all you got is another master right now, and you can't see past your own way to see that you're being used. So mm-hmm. how Drew came to this conclusion, I don't know. But he's right because right. Becca has used him 100% mm-hmm. has used him. And mm-hmm. I mean, so they both were right. And Lorenzo's right. Don't, I mean, all three of them were right in this whole situation because Lorenzo had already told you back at the stash house or the uh, crime scene, no loose ends. And Everett is definitely a loose end. You heard that for yourself when you was in the back room listening to him talk to the police. But going back to that scene, I meant to mention that in that scene. I didn't. I also didn't. Uh, I also, it wasn't clear to me as well that Drew knew that 
uh, Detective Ramirez was dead. It seemed like to me, it felt like only Monet knew that because of the whole PBA card situation. So uh, maybe that must have happened on camera or whatever the case may be. But we never did see the rest of the family come to realize that Ramirez is dead. I guess they assumed that he probably was since he had stopped coming around or whatever. But, I mean, Everett is a loose end that needs to be tied up. And that's what Lorenzo so, told top this loose end <laughs> and clean up my house that y'all don't tow up. Right. So this is the scene right here that just that just broke my heart. It, it really did broke my heart because they, they should not have involved Yaz. I mean, at this point, Tariq is reaching and everything he has tried up until this point ain't working. So his last resort, his only resort, was to put his sister on the stand, or to, I think this is a mediation at this point. This was a mediation. She wasn't. They weren't on, in the courtroom. They were like in the judge chambers. And then you see, they got a bad old shakedown judge that Tate had last week. They got they got in front of that shakedown judge to question this little girl, and she wasn't prepared for it. Poor, poor thing. She was nervous. That Burberry shirt she got on was fire. Right. That Burberry <laughs> outfit was cute. Right. That was fire. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I was about to get ready to say that. That perfect drink was we see who getting money. And she was she's just the most adorable little girl. She's cutie. Um, but um to me, this is why I felt like uh it would have been better if they would have shown us this. But she she wasn't being led by Davis to say the things that she was saying. It almost as if Tariq may have reached out to her and told her what to say. Because she confirmed everything that Tariq said, but we know that that's a lie. We know that Tariq didn't spend the night. So at some point, we're left to assume that Tariq must have uh, orchestrated her statement in front of everyone. And we saw where the, the uh, whatchamacallit, broke that statement all the way down. And he's sitting there looking like the evil person that he is. Even him came to the re uh, realization that I can't put my sister through this. I can and that probably was that phone, you know, when you said the phone and the teddy bear. And you're probably right about that because they probably had a conversation about that prior to that because how would she know to say all that stuff? Yeah, how would she know to say all that? Yeah, so they definitely had a conversation prior and to that. Saw, and, and the thing about it is, though, dummy, it, there's two sides to a trial. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she can say all these things on behalf of you, but guess what? She's got to be cross-examined. Cross-examined. <laughs> exactly. And her and apart. When, and and I said the same thing. I said when when she, when they started getting into the was it light outside or was it not light outside? First of all, she's nine, not two. Like you can ask her was what it day time or night? Day. Like yeah. she's not two. Like you don't talk to a, you, who talks to a nine year old like that. In this day and time, right? I mean, right. you can ask her was it light or dark? Was it early? Was it had you eaten dinner yet was already? Day, was it day or night? So right, like I mean, anyway, that was I was just like, why are they talking to her like she's two? Like that's how I would talk to my four year old nephew. Was it still light? Did you see the sun? Like what the hell? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I agree. You know, it definitely seemed like she was coached because when it was time for cross examination, she just wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. She wasn't ready. And dummy didn't think that part of it. Like she's going to have to be questioned by somebody else. <laughs> right. Poor um, Yasmin, that poor child, she don't been through so much. So we see Kane and uh, Monet is at the bar, and Kane comes and delivers the news to uh, Monet that listen, we got the product. Yeah, we done here. But yeah, see, the crazy part about it is they all acting like 
they all acting like uh, not having this product. Because even when he went to go meet with Tariq and tell him that, you know, the pipeline was cut off, Tariq's like, my trial's tomorrow. What am I going to do? I need product. We are going to make four or $500,000 overnight? That's the, that is the part that they've been, but they've been doing that since the beginning when they I've been sent him down to the strip club. I've been meaning to say something about it, but yes, they have. Like they, they instantly get money overnight. Right, that's not how this works. I mean, it's it's drug money, and yes, but that's it's not fast how this money. Works. Yeah, but it ain't he that already, it ain't that fast. He should have already had his money for Davis. Like you should be working on your next payment to Davis, not your payment for tomorrow. And let's be clear, Davis, you mean to tell me that Davis is going to show up for court and he don't have his money? Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, that that whole thing. I was like, why do we keep acting like? It's just an ATM machine. You put the drugs in and the money come out. Like that's not, exactly. you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta take it. You gotta cut it. You gotta do all the stuff you gotta do to it. Get it ready to go. Then you gotta sell it and get your money. Like, come on. It, it, listen. It's fast money, but it ain't that fast. Hey, yeah, it's fast right. money, but it ain't like that. That, like, that right there is what really blew me, you know, and just to say, or go off what really B said. Your trial is tomorrow and you don't have your that payment. payment or like Davis Davis basically like waiting on the payment. Like, come on, bro. Like, this seems and like Crystal said. Davis ain't waiting on no money. He ain't waiting on no money. He right. Like, remember, he wouldn't even take the case until he got the five hundred k from exactly. Five hundred cash liquid is what he told him when he first started talking to him. Mm-hmm. And let me say this too, and, and, and this is my two. This is how I feel about it too. I could even see if they had course correct at like different colleges. Then I could say, all right, maybe if they, maybe if he got to make some drops and he got to ride around and pick up some money, like maybe by the month, maybe. Okay, Dang, really be, we need to expand. I thought they were using course correct up at Effie school too. I was under the impression the same thing. I thought the same yeah, thing. If they were, they doing were running that, course correct all over. Yeah. Right. Then I would give it to him. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. They probably are making that kind of money. Especially and he since rolled, Effie, he they made a point for Effie to come down there last episode to get product. correct, but they definitely moving product. I just don't know. If so they she should have been delivering a payment this episode. When she came down there last week to get product, that's true. she should have been coming back this week with a payment. That's true. Right. That's I was under the impression right. too that she was. they were running course correct up there at her school too. They was running course it correct. It would be smart if they would have. Because remember, she even said, oh, course correct dead around here because of all the heat y'all got on y'all campus. But guess mm-hmm. what? My campus, everything cool over here. We it's can run it over good. there. Yep. So and I'm, can we stop acting like there's only one damn kingpin in the whole city of New York? Why they can't when, find another connect? And when, and when we <laughs> saw through power that Ghostin was running drugs... Obviously, the Tejada family was running drugs at the same time Ghost and Tommy was running drugs. So, yeah, Lobos, them, the uh, Jimenez, Milan, them, all of them were all running drugs at the same time, too. There's Shoot, the dude that they killed at the beginning of the episode. He was running his own. He was running drugs. Right. Yep. Why they acting like this the only connecting town? Guess what? Like, when they on. killed them, and Mecca just the popped up out of nowhere. Why didn't take the product when they killed them? At least hey, we saw it on when she killed Rico. And Mecca just popped up out of nowhere. We still don't even know exactly where Mecca came from. It was just like, okay, one day we wake up and we see him with GTG and Kane walking out of warehouse. We yeah, walking he out of this guy. Like he had already yeah. been here. Right. Right. What they should have did was they should have introduced him at the end of season one. 
they should have introduced him at the uh, end of season one so we could have been looking for him in season two is mm-hmm. what they should have done but they just dropped him out of the sky that was bad writing they didn't tie in they didn't tie in that that character loose ends loose ends so we see uh what tamika and sax beating up what they were at like a restaurant or something yeah, it was like, like a, a it seemed like it was a yeah, like it was a bar or something. And that was the conversation they had about Tariq's case. And she was just saying, like, well, I don't think Tariq is as bad as his father yet, but if we don't do something to help him out, that he, he will be, be worse than his father. Yep. So, you know, let's give him this five years, you know, we can give him the five years, we can get him back his sister, we can get him back his grandma, you know, but he's gonna have to do do some time. And David's policy right. is we don't take plea deals. We don't we take win. deals, right? But what was we, the charge though? I mean, this is capital murder at this point. It's a mm-hmm. police officer and it's a college professor. What was the five years for? Manslaughter? What was the charge? So you're it telling me you're give me a, what was it? Right. My question from earlier, because right. now uh Damon, listen that you saying that Tariq fed the five-year deal to Sachs. Sachs went back to his girlfriend in the uh the uh DA's office and fed her the five year deal. That's how they got the five year deal. It was Tamika's idea to give him five years, and then she uh, sold it to Sachs, and then Sachs off camera sold it to uh uh Jenny. But five years for killing a cop, two cops at this point. Oh, that was oh, that was a good ass deal. I don't that was a good ass deal. That's a damn good deal. That was for him to flip. That was for him to tell them who really did it. They were just right. going to get him to accept for accessory, basically. That's right. right. That's That's right. Say, okay, now I can see five years on that. I can see five years on that, Dan. Okay. Okay. I forgot Wait, about that. Hey, the the deal was for him to tell who killed the cop. That's right. right. I got a question. Isn't it conf- a conflict of interest? That I would think it is. The prosecutor and uh, defense attorney colluding? Yes, colluding. I was just about to say that. That's what they used to accuse Angela of. That this is colluding right here, Brady violation, maybe. This right, is, like they sleeping this together and everything. Like, wait a minute, screams mistrial. Right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> they can't try a case on power that's clean and legit for nothing. <laughs> All kind of Brady violations being broken. Colluding, uh, the defense attorney, the prosecutor colluding, the damn defense attorney colluding on their client. I mean, it's just, oh, I feel sorry for these folks, right? Because they got some badass attorneys. <laughs> I mean, again, the whole state of New York, that's all we got. Yeah. We ain't got but three attorneys that work in the whole city, <laughs> the state right. at this point. Right. Or Everybody everywhere. in jail or dead. I thought this was a stupid scene too, and I'm glad it didn't work out the way it was shown that it was getting ready to work out. So, every coming out of some place, dapping somebody up, and Drew's sitting in. Uh, that was Stansfield, bro. He was coming out of Stan. Yep, because I see the Stansfield in the background. Yep, Stansfield. 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 So he was just ready to shoot him in front of the college campus. Another murder <laughs> at this school. But at least, he, at least, he, at least he. At they least he covered up his face. They get ready to kill somebody else up at this school. Dave, he ain't covered his face enough. At least, at least he was covering up his face. I mean, you still can tell it's him with the. And he walking down the street with a gun with in the his high hand. top. Yeah, yeah, with the high top. top. You know, we kind of, we kind of see you going in and out of his dorm room. The whole fucking ski. I mean, he needed the whole ski mask on. He needed the whole, whole scuba suit in order to not know that it was him. And then there's like, a car coming up the road behind him, and he's pulling the gat out, walking down the street with the gat. 
like I do wish I do think that Everett should die because you you a snitch and that's just the way that it goes. But not like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you a snitch. That's the way that it goes. Would have been better off meeting up with him. And you know, because yeah, he trusts you, he yeah, will go because he trusts exactly. you. You would have been better off him to do what he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also saw that that's where Drew's not what we think he is. Drew's not what he think he is because he's got a weakness, and obviously Everett is his weakness now. Mm-hmm. So uh, now here we go. Uh, Drew's creeping up the road, getting ready to take him out, and that text message saved his life. That that mm-hmm. I miss you text message saved his life. Because mm-hmm. had he yeah. that text message, he was getting ready to be shot in front of the school. Oh yeah, he about to do him in in yeah. front of the school, in front of the campus. Wow. Yeah, that was just wow. That was just, just wow. More and more attention and, up here at this I mean, school. Being a being an expert at that, that forte, he ain't putting the five inch gun in his hoodie pocket. That just don't happen that easy. It didn't have no silencer <laughs> on it. It didn't have no silencer. The shots were ringed out. And the sidewalk, like bro, like what nobody gonna hear them shots? It's a <laughs> car on, coming man. up the road. It's a car. Look at the picture. It's a car coming up the road. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think I think best case scenario is that Drew kill him. Because if Kane gets to him, he gonna Kane gonna do him. I think like, Kane's gonna bad. do him. Kane gonna do him bad. Kane gonna do him bad. You know what? I wouldn't Kane's even say Kane gonna kill him. If Kane kills him, if Kane kills him, it's gonna be because he's trying to appease Lorenzo. But I don't think Kane is gonna kill him. I think Lorenzo is gonna do it. And no. why do I think Lorenzo is gonna do it? I think Lorenzo is gonna do it because rule number one. No, no loose, loose ends. Ends. Lorenzo ain't going up there to that school. He ain't going up there to that school. Now he might order Kane to do it, but now nah, I ain't gonna say that he ain't gonna. Um, well, uh, what was uh, the other guy? Too hot for Kane to even go to that school right now. Lorenzo ain't going up there to that schoolhouse. He ain't going up there. Yeah, it's too hot for Kane to go to that school too. Well, it don't stop him from going up there. He can send um. He can send Kane up. <laughs> nah, Kane up. Kano is the dude he that, uh, that got he killed. Like it. He go up there whenever he feel <laughs> not, like it, right? Uh, not no. Kano is the guy that popped the uh, what was his name? That popped the chick in the bed. Yeah, Kano is the one that got no. killed. Yeah, Kino, Kino okay, got killed. I don't know who the uh new the number two guy name is. I don't know what his name was, but yeah. So we see Dirty Diana putting the puzzle together. I mean, it was kind of stupid for her to invite Zeke up over there anyway. Uh, I don't even know why she brought Zeke. I guess she brought Zeke over there to put some distance between him and Mecca. Zeke sitting on the couch with his stupid face and that stupid shirt. That's what I was thinking too, uh, Crystal. I was thinking that too. Yeah, she can't trust that Mecca won't walk up one or again. I mean, walk up one Zeke again. So she had a different protection. Look at the face he's making. Right. He looked goofy as hell. <laughs> and so this is where uh Zeke tells Dirty Diana about the encounter with the guy on the court. And did he refer to him as D? Did he refer Dante. to him as D or he, he, he referred to him no, as Dante? He, no, he said some dude named Dante. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she okay. 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 watch this episode again, man. You know, I gotta I think I gotta she did. Try. I think he did say Dante. I think he did say his whole name because he did Yeah, he said her. Dante and he did she say Dante. He said yes, Dante rolled up on me while he shots. Yeah, no, he said Dante and she just sort of kind of made a face like yeah, yeah. like hmm. Another stupid man. Scene. Wait a minute. Look at this Bentley truck, bro. 
And how did that get really so And it's my favorite color. thing picked a lock in a Bentley truck. <laughs> and how Davis don't see him in the back seat, no tents on the car, really. And hey. he probably left it on. He probably left it on lock. And Kane got I the mask on that Drew needed to be wearing in the last scene. That's so the mask good. that Drew needed on in the last scene. Kane got it uh, right at least. Right. <laughs> a, a, lot people, so a, a lot of people. A lot of people leave. A lot of people leave their doors unlocked. That truck I'm is so true. Davis even had to walk up to it and was like, "Boy." That truck was clean as hell. That, that joint was sweet. And, this, and that color, you know, blue my favorite color. Blue so my I favorite was, color. I yep. was like, yeah. That was a nice whip. That was a nice whip. But, uh, you know, uh, Davis, you know, he played it cool. I feel like he knew all along what was up. And, you know, Davis tried to tell him, like, listen, I'm the only one that's going to keep you out of jail. Right. Killing me ain't going to make the situation no better. And it really isn't. Because uh -huh. now... There's another murder, right? And then it's the you're murdering the person that is working to try to get you off. I didn't like this scene at all. Right? Y'all didn't like about the scene. It was unnecessary because it was very unnecessary. Right? Once again, it's like everybody keeps saying it to Kane. Everyone keeps saying it to Kane. You making stuff worse. Monet told you to go get the rest of the money. She didn't tell you to go bother that man. What are you doing? Right. And I don't know what you thought you was going to scare him because, again, like he told you. What are you trying to do? Scare him off of the case? But that, yeah, that's, what I was saying. that's what I was saying, like, really, B. Like, you thought you were scaring him? I feel like Davis at some point in his past, Davis was from the streets, man. He was he kind of He got a body. He got a body. Yeah, he definitely from the streets. Not yeah. only that, but you confirmed probably what he already suspected, that you are really the shooter. And, and that's yeah, what, you and gave that, him confirmation. Tariq scared to snitch on you, and that's why Monet is going is willing to pay, and that's why he's charging her the way he is because he know that she gonna pay it. Like it's like he confirmed what what the thought was. Now guess what? He's he gonna ask for some more money now. Now he's gonna ask for right. even more money. And that's money. why right. And when he pulled off, he told me something and tell your mother I said, What's up, Kane? Like, <laughs> he, like hey, that part right there, I was dying laughing, man. They put him smooth on blast. Like, you ain't even need a mask, man. We know who right. you are. Right. Like, I know who you are, bro. <laughs> and, and, and I recognize your voice. Right. That was a dumb move on Kane. This scene right here, I could have did without. Yeah. You I know, they played that in a, uh, previews and stuff. They had us all hyped up on this scene. This scene, we could have did totally without. It, it Definitely. I wasn't hyped up on this scene. You know, they, I would see some reviews where they said there was Epi that was actually they kept playing it in the trailers for the uh, episode for this week, like it was a real big important scene. And it, it was just about if you think about it. Remember when he went to the meeting with him, he said, "I need soldiers." You know, he was trying to get rid of the competition. There it is, right there. Yep. So Raquel was texting Lorenzo, letting him let him know that it was done, and then you got Dante. Texting Monet, talking about can we please talk? So he's begging at this point. This is the second or third text message he don't send her. He desperate. I wasn't talking. She ignoring him. While she was and late, she, and, her and, and why she don't have like her notifications off? Oh, like, both, don't you think Lorenzo is gonna see that? Both of them. If both Diana see that, if, if Diana saw right, that, right? Both of them. Like both, yep. both of them. <laughs> like that's crazy. Like if Diana saw it. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't think like I mean, she don't know that Diana saw it, but clearly, yep. Like Lorenzo, see that who's D? Yep. 
Who's Raquel? <laughs> right. I mean, but she, but but he can say Raquel is one of the hitters that you know that we use him for. But such the crazy such part such about such. it is, what's your explanation to D? Raquel is D's hitter. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right, but they don't know that yet, and that's why I said Mecca, Mecca, Mecca is putting his hands in everything, and that's why he needs to go. Like he's playing, yeah. like he's like he's. He got his he got his hand in Zeke pocket. He got his hand in Kang pocket. He got his hand in Monet pocket. He got his hand in Lorenzo pocket. He's in, he's into everything, and he's pretty much to flip this family upside down. Oh yeah, because he's happen. so behind the scenes. It's gonna he's get the worse. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna get worse once they put once, once Diana put the pieces together. Because I think Destin's gonna be the person who's gonna unfold all this stuff for him and spell it out for him. Either that or Lorenzo. Once one of them put the pieces together. Then it's going to be a you know what show, and you can just somebody more than people is going to be dying by by the tenth episode. Well, we got. I hope um, one of them Carrie. No, I'm sorry, but Carrie ain't going nowhere. Watch what I say; she's going to be an influence. Watch, she ain't going nowhere. So we got. Uh, I don't like people playing on my phone, and um, Jenny <laughs> and Stack. They got all that look too. Yep, I don't like people playing on my phone. Yep. Uh, uh Sax, Jenny, and Tamika, they all go down to Tariq's dorm and um try to get him to sign these papers. And he ain't going. Yeah, Tariq was like, I'm not snitching. Like, like basically he you does make a good point though, even though the deal's good for him, even though he does make a good point. Uh, like my family ain't gonna be safe in the streets after right. I do that. Right. He I mean his point was family. valid. His point was very valid. Like, and you we already know. Kane, we already know that the, 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 especially now that Lorenzo's out. Oh, the Tejada family's coming back hot. Yeah, they mm-hmm. own, they own one. They own like one. Monet, see... real, Monet might, but Monet at this point, Monet might not even give a damn. But Lorenzo, <laughs> yeah. But you see, but yeah. you actually see Monet tired at this point. She tired of everybody. She tired of these kids. She tired of Lorenzo. She tired of everybody at this point. <laughs> Everybody Jane gets that from Lorenzo, though. That that live wire mentality, like, I'm just going to shoot anything. I don't care. He gets that from Lorenzo. But Lorenzo at least thinks about it. He, like, he at least he's a little bit more yeah, he about it. Yeah, Kane is just he like, uh-uh. he's a spark. He's a spark plug. He's a hot wire. He's a very hot wire. So that's and why his nickname Hurricane. And he needs to be grounded because he's, he, <laughs> he's a hot wire. That's why his nickname is Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> So, you know, uh, Tariq turned down the deal, and I don't blame him. Well, I'll take that back. I'm not going to say I don't blame him, but, I mean, we know his reasons for why he turned down the right, deal. Right, he got legitimate reasons. He has legitimate reason. Uh, Sax and uh, I feel like they ain't going to make it. They ain't going to make it. I thought he was getting ready to fire him right here. I thought so, too. too. I thought so, too. They're not going to make it. Sack need to go on back and work at the DA office or something. He ain't going to make it. Never. He's never. He's he not would never be it. back in the DA office. I don't know about that. He need to start his own firm. He would never be at a DA's office. Maybe that's what he need to do. Maybe that's what he's because he's unethical too. Maybe so, but actually, he's kind of been quiet this season. You know, he's been kind of on the on the back end. You know, I'm not gonna root for him, but I'm not gonna say he's he's not making as big of a mess as he did in power. He's not making a big of a mess because you know he was all Angela's trouble in power. Mm-hmm. And everything that happened to her was because of him. Yeah, he stayed on her case. He stayed up on her case, but he's not bringing that much troubles uh, in this in this series. 
But I, I really thought that Davis was getting ready to fire him. Like, what have I told you? You are going against our client. Exactly. Money, yeah. Cream, <laughs> cash rules, everything around me. And you messing with my money up here trying to get justice. I don't care about with, no justice. I want you messing money. with the money. He messing with my money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought he was getting ready to fire right there. I, I yeah, just, I thought he was too. I thought he was about I, to get I just fired. Thought, yep, he's up out of here. And he's going to go work for uh, the DA's office as an investigator or something. Maybe he won't go back prosecuting cases, but he's, he's going to be like a Paula. He's going to be like a Kamal. He's going to be a supporting cast member on the, on the opposite side because he, he ain't doing so good on this side of stuff. Not on this side. Maybe on this side, but he ain't doing good on this side. Why are these two meeting? Hey, that Jack. Why? 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 Let's keep by saying that. Explain that to me why. Make it make sense, Crystal. I mean, they can't. They don't have no burners, but they can just send a text because all he needed to tell them was, "We don't have no more supply. Like you got to figure it out. Like I, I don't know what else they Diana. He could have sent word to through Dirty Diana for that message. Well, he don't nobody know the Dirty Diana that they. That's that's went up there, yeah. Nobody knows she went up there. That's right, that's true. But back up at the school again in the shadows. On top of that, dude, Diana was supposed to know that they were still working with Tariq because you know she go back to the friends. Hey, one thing he is aware of is he's aware. But if I was Tariq, I wouldn't even showed up for that meet. I wouldn't even show up for the meet. You got me set up on on charges, and we sitting here meeting like we good friends. No, like, Tariq, no friend of mine? Tariq is the one that called the meeting, though, CG. No. Because he told him, he told him, he said, he said, he said, listen, he said, I got 12 minutes before the cops is at this exact location. That means Kane called for him. Yeah, but he the one, he the one mentioned him, mentioned the word. That this this whole thing was stupid too. It was it was just stupid too, because going back to what we were saying earlier, uh work overnight ain't gonna get you money tomorrow. So no, it's not. What was the point? Especially not no Davis money. <laughs> not no Davis money. We that man. Right. I mean, they could have they could have sent a coded message to Tariq. They could have said the faucet is empty, the faucet is dry, the plumbing ain't working. They could have sent a coded water, message, you know, and that would have been the end of off something. Or a burner phone. Right. And Water's cut off. Yeah. Yeah, and that would have been that. That was a stupid scene too. And we wrap up the scene. Who gonna wrap it up? Because I yeah, I, I can't do this. Hey, no, I got this. I got this one. Hey, listen, Davis let her have it when she sat there and told him you don't have an ethical bone in your body. His rebuttal to that, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> what do you tell him? You got several bones in you. <laughs> Actually, what he says is, and what bone haven't you? No, well, there it is right there. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what exactly. bone haven't you had? Have and she says, You don't have an ethical bone in your body, Davis. But the thing Let is, it's going back to the detective, though. It's really going back to the detective because he bitter too. You see it all in this scene, too. Like mm -hmm. he in his bag, too. He and his feelings about care, too. Mm -mm -mm. So obviously they was messing around. She know he married. Everybody know he married. He he messed with her. Then she so, gonna try to pop that little shot off talking about has your wife. Yeah, well, go back to your wife. No, she told him go back to your wife, didn't she? 
She mentioned her business and her name just keep coming up. Yes, a so at she some point, I feel like we're going to meet her. She's going to play some type of significance in the story at some point. We're going to meet her. Maybe when the, as the story progresses with the brother, um, maybe I'm wondering. Listen, I thought okay, this one of my this one of my theories. So it might be way out left field. The fact that he don't seem to be all that committed to this woman, I'm wondering if the marriage was a like like this. His, maybe his brother's ex girl, or like it was out of to take care of her more so than. Or she may have witnessed love. what happened. She may have witnessed what happened with the body that he called, and he married her to keep her quiet. Maybe, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I agree. I feel, with like, that. I feel like that. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like it's something deeper. Yeah. I feel like there's a deeper motive. Sex. There's no love in the marriage, is what you're saying. There's yeah, no love in the like marriage. It. There's no love in the marriage. It's obvious because he's sleeping with everything that's uh, got a hold to. So uh, he, there's no love in the marriage. So it's an arrangement. It's an arrangement. We're going to see later on down the line what the arrangement is. Uh, I think oh, you no. might be onto something with that, Crystal. It's got something meeting, to do with your brother. This meeting right here, he let her have it, and that's what she needs. Let her have it for what though? What she do? Because she uh, she is unethical. What's she done doing? What do you mean? What has she done? He slept with her student. He pressed on her. He pressed up on her. He pressed up on her. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That was still his student. Ever since her Zeke is not a student. Are we going to call him? They're building her character. Look at how she's. He hey. is just a player on the basketball team. That's all he is. He is not a listen, student. He is not a student. Whatever. He's a student at the school, and that was unethical. Listen, listen, CG. I was with you at first, and I'm like, man, Carrie bad. She fine. You know, I like Carrie. But now as I'm seeing how she is, she a serpent, bro. She ain't no serpent. She ain't no serpent. She's, <laughs> she's being used. She's being used. She's being used. Lauren. She is being taken advantage of. No, Lauren used herself. Because her stupid hey. ass is never... I bet you. I bet you. She never signed a paper, and she should have never wore that wire. Carrie trying to keep her from out of trouble. So how do I have to blame Carrie for that? Carrie trying to keep the girl out of trouble. She was one who had drugs in her room. Carrie put them there. Carrie ain't put them there. She didn't put a name. He extorted her though. (laughs) She did not extort her. (laughs) Yes, she did. Yeah, she was wrong. Yeah. Y'all gonna leave my Carrie alone? Carrie, whatever. He said, "Y'all gonna leave my theory alone, man." Hey, let me, let me, let me chime. Let me chime. Go back. Let me get my nickel. Let me get my nickel. Where you come from? Carrie is unethical, not only because she's sleeping with uh, instead she's sleeping with Zeke. She just slept with a bunch of coworkers. That's just a. She's all adults. They're all consensual adults, but that don't mean that it's ethical. Secondly, Carrie is wrong because she's damn near coerced. Uh, Lauren into signing yep. that paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go shaking your head. Amen, corner. She pretty yep. much signed. She pretty much coerced her to sign that paper. So she's definitely wrong for that. And by her coming and presenting as a legal counselor when she was in the police station yep. or, or whatever, she knew she was wrong yep. for that too. So yep. she's wrong on many. She's wrong on yep. many levels. The sex, ad- the sex addiction thing. Okay, all right. Even if we just push that to the side, even if we push the thing that she do with Zeke to the side, regardless if Zeke came on to her or not, you're still the professor and he is still the student. So you can't cross that. So you can't cross that line. 
But just off the stuff sure that you just recently it, pulled with Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. On that note, shout out to Light Skin Keisha. Kara's <laughs> nah. going to redeem herself because she's not totally the villain in this situation. She's done. I ain't something. saying she's a villain, but she definitely playing she, a major she's role. Done some questionable things. No, she has done some questionable things. Wait a minute, let it listen. Let him have that because that's the closest he's ever come to admit mm-hmm. Carrie does anything wrong. So just go ahead. And, I'm gonna take the win on that one. That's the closest he's yeah, ever that's come. a that's a W for yeah, that's a W. That's a W for y'all. That's a W for y'all. I'll let y'all have Carrie. I'll let y'all have Carrie because I dragged Tasha so bad. So I'll let y'all have Carrie. I will let y'all have Carrie. That's Carrie. the problem. No, no, we don't no, want Carrie. No, no. You want her. Now we comparing and, the, we comparing the two. And we comparing the two. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not. Tasha is worse than Carrie. No, we're not going to compare to Tasha because Tasha is a whole different type of watering hole. Um, oh, gosh. But Carrie, on the other hand, <laughs> Carrie has done some questionable things, but I think she can redeem herself. I mean, because no, at the end of the day, she's not wrong on what she's thinking. She's not wrong on who she's thinking. Tariq is the villain. I mean, we root for Tariq because he's the star of the show, but Tariq is deserving of everything that's happened, and he's deserving. I mean, justice needs to be served at this point. I mean, how many bodies have Tariq got? And we're just going to continue to let him get away with murders, and we're going to continue to let him get away, especially since he... It, I wouldn't be riding so hard down on Tariq if he didn't make such a big deal about ghosts and the things that he was doing. And you out here doing the exact same things. Your first year in college, your family was trying to protect you from all these things that are happening to you. Your first year in college, you are wrapped up in two murders. Mm. And your whole goal for going to the college was to get Ghost's money and, and, and take care of your family. And you have put all of that at risk, including your nine-year-old sister that can't do for herself, is now in the foster care all behind you and your mess. So even though Tariq's not necessarily responsible for Yasmin being in um, foster care, he gets it by default because had Tasha not took those charges for him, Tasha wouldn't be in witness protection right now. Tasha would still be able to be a mother to her child if she's even capable of doing that because, I mean, her legs spread so wide. I mean, I don't know if she could concentrate on anything other than... If Dre never introduced introduced Kanan to Tariq, none of this would have happened. It is all Dre's fault. It is. (laughs) It's Dre's fault. None of this would have happened. You know, that's what it... Like, if you get, like, to the root of it all, if Dre would have never introduced Kanan to Tariq, None of this probably would happen, and we probably would be talking about how, it or not, how much of a hypocrite. Of too. I'm gonna give Ghost how much of a hypocrite that Tariq actually Ghost is when it comes down to the comparison. I can understand you not want to involve your child in in the life. I get that, but right. at this point, when you see your child acting out and trying to get in the life, at this point, you should have given him the truth. You should have sat him down and explained to him why you're moving this the way you're what you want. This ain't this ain't the life you want to have. If he would have sat down and had a conversation with the boy, we might have would have had a, a change in direction that he was going. But at the end of the day, it doesn't justify all the things that he's done either, including killing his father. But yet everything yet your father was trying to tell you is what you're living right now. That's why still, he's a child. And still, he was a child, so he didn't have to. Ghost didn't owe him an explanation to anything. So let's start with that. He didn't owe them the explanation to nothing. Tasha did a lot of that too, because Tasha manipulated him and mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, turn Tariq against Ghost because the boy was acting out all along even before all this stuff started. When he took the gun up there to the school 
Angela, when he stole Angela's gun and took the gun up to the school, he was hitting mm -hmm. down a long path then. And mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't put no straightening on him then. They should have put mm -hmm. some straightening on him when he took that gun up. When, when Tasha went to go slap him, he grabbed her hand and yoke her up. They should have put some straightening on him then because he was out of control. And right so what now, you think is the end, what you think is the end game for or what you feel as though to reek end game is I think, like in his head if you go to his head what change. do you think is it I, I think something is going to change the direction Tariq is going in and he's going he's he's going to be he's going to be on the good side of things I think uh Braden I think if Tariq betrays Braden once again just like what Tommy did with Ghost I think it's going to be the last straw between Braden and Tariq and Braden's going to become Tariq's new adversary, mm -hmm. um, is what I would like to see. And um, you have this inner conflict between um, Tariq and Braden. At some at some point, Tariq is going to realize that the things that he's doing is making things worse and it made things worse for his family. And I think mm -hmm. he's going to want to try to redeem himself. I don't know how they're going to redeem him, but ultimately, what I would like to see is I would like to see him take a bullet. I would oh, like to be done with Tariq. I would like to get a yeah. new character. Damn. I would like to get a new story for book two. I want Tariq to be dead and gone. Like I'll kill ghosts, kill Tariq. Like I, I think that's going to be the end goal. At the end of, I think at the end of the series, that's going to be the end goal. I think, I, just like I, I said, think, with no, Ghost, I, don't I don't think they're going to kill him. I don't think they're going to kill him. I think he'll get arrested. I think he'll eventually, at the end of the series, he'll go to jail. I think all of it will catch up to him. The uh, Ray Ray murder, uh, Ghost's murder, uh, and Jabari's murder, unless we see him kill other people uh, in subsequent series, uh, well, season. They they I think ultimately he's going to go to jail. Well, they can't. Well, yeah, they can technically. Ain't no statute of limitations on nothing in power. What are you talking about? It's, right. it, it's two weeks in power. The story, the timeline is two weeks in power. Hell, <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, they they pulled Yasmin from the future. What are you talking about? They got a they got a time machine and went to the future nine years and got Yasmin. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no right. continuity. There's they, no continuity or no timeline in power. They wouldn't kill him. They'll just put this. They'll just he'll be 21 at the end of this series. Watch. He'll be they 21. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no statute of limitation on murder. Hey, they would. <laughs> They wouldn't kill him. They he gonna get all the bodies. He gonna get Ray Ray. He gonna get all the bodies. Ain't no statute of limitations. He going to jail. They gonna they gonna kill. They gonna kill him. They just gonna put him in jail, and then that's when you gonna see Ghost say, "Uh, finally got you where you belong, little nigga." <laughs> and what he told him in that letter. That's what he told him in that letter. Well, guys, I think I, mean, I think unfortunately the villain's gonna win. How do we rate the episode? Yeah, I feel like it was a lot of unnecessary scenes. Now, like like Damon said earlier, unless they're gonna wrap it back around and they're gonna make a connection later, but it just seems like it's a lot of unnecessary scenes. I agree. So six for me. Yeah, I say about a six because there was a lot of unnecessary stuff that was in there. There was a lot of hair scratches in there, and Zeke just always looked dumb to me. What was your hair Zeke scratching? Zeke dumb to me. What was your um, hair scratching? The hair scratching moment was the the cane when when cane popped up on uh Davis. Like, who didn't know that was the, who didn't know it was you? If Sex would have walked in, he would knew that was you. If the DA would have walked in, they were like, who didn't know that you know that it was you? Like everybody is like, well, who did it? They pretty much want Tariq to say who did it, but I'm quite sure they all got an idea of who actually did it. I don't I like the, I don't like the fact that Tariq pops up. 
well, not pops up, but I didn't like the fact that Tariq and Kane met up after you know for a fact that this dude didn't frame you or whatever. What we, what we having a conversation for? Bro, if you didn't plant that badge on me, then I wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. I wouldn't have to try to and find some work to get my lawyer That's off. my head scratching moment. That's my head scratching moment because that scene when they met up in the tunnel or wherever they, wherever they were, I wanted Tariq to ask that question. Like I'm that that is a conversation that should have been had at this point. Why did you set me up? Like what is like do we plan on smiling or smiling? Commented to the fact and said we wouldn't be in this mess if you hadn't planted that badge, like you just said. That's the moment I was looking for. That doesn't make any sense. Like what is like what is his plan? What is his plan to get this off of him? To to how is okay? I didn't do this. That's the question. Exactly. That is the exactly. Is that why you didn't confront? Is that why you didn't confront Kane about it? I don't see how he's going to I don't see he how confront Kane. We all know Tariq is soft. So what if he killed people? He's soft as ever. So and he can't fight. We've seen him get punched in the face many a time. Kane would have been cut down way. So but why how didn't you confront him? That is the question. And, and then now, and then and then now here's the crazy thing. And then now. Now, Tariq, they don't have a need for you anymore because they don't even have any more work to give you. At first, it was, we need him because this is how we move, you know, you without being in the streets. Tariq goes directly to now he and get work? They don't need him. It could be, but now they don't need him. So what you even baby him for? Like, Kane could talk to me any way he wants to at this point. What did you even talk? Like, because we don't need you He's at this point. He's out of the picture. He's out of the picture. Yeah, we somehow, don't need him. I think somehow, some way, Dante is going to end up Pulling up on um, Tariq. I, I I foresee it happening. And how's he doing it? Is he giving all his work to the Tejadas? Like right now, he's giving all his work to the Tejadas. I don't even think it's going to be as far as like him pulling up on him for work. You know what I'm saying? For him to work for him. I think he's going to his, to use Tariq uh, as a weapon. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be some reason why he pull up on Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my next question. Do you think there's a parallel between Dante and Ghost? No. Could be. Uh, there's got to be some parallel. Well, we know what the parallel is to the past with the Tejada family, but uh, he doesn't seem to have it much for Tariq either, though. I, I don't I mean, know, I don't know where they're going with this storyline. I, I really don't know where they're going with this storyline. I can't really put my pin in it and and say this is where I see where the writing is going. So there I guess Me that's either. a good thing. The writing is a little bit better than what uh the predictable writing has been in previous seasons. Yeah I guess that's true yeah but Certain I, stuff I, just I can't need to make it make sense. Bro, but I say that to say this though but how they're gonna get him out of it is gonna be completely stupid. It ain't gonna make sense how they're gonna get him out of it. And I guess that's what I'm getting mad for thinking that however way they're gonna get Tariq out of this situation is gonna be the most dumbest thing ever. Kane could have shot Tariq at that meeting. You said what? Kane could have shot Tariq at that meeting. Yeah. What would have been smart if if Tariq would have been recording the conversation and had the conversation, bro, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have been here if you hadn't set me up and set him up, you know. But then when they slaughter his whole family. Yeah, the whole Tahada family can go down at this point because they're all implicated. They're all implicated. Yeah, yeah. they're all implicated. They're all yeah. participants in some part of this crime, including selling drugs. So you know, Tariq just ain't moving right. I don't know how he moving. He just he ain't moving. 
I, I don't see how they're going to get him out of it. It's going to be very interesting to see how you get him out of it. Any other Most thoughts? Definitely. Nah. We got, what, we got, what, three more episodes? Is it yep. 10 this season? It's 10? He getting up out of the jail. Yeah, we got, 10, we got ten episodes. No. What right y'all now. think about uh, the theme song for Force? Did y'all see that the video for it? No, I, I have not. I wasn't I feeling have it. Not. Oh man, it came on directly after the episode. What? Um, I probably paid no. Soon. I probably paid no attention. Yeah, y'all it right. too soon. Yeah, they uh. Oh, it's I watched, yeah, I watched the uh the upcoming uh episode trailer, but I didn't. Stay okay. Yeah, they played the video. On YouTube. They played the video right after the episode for uh Tommy's theme song. It's a whole video they got for it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I check it out on YouTube. Not How about that? It. It's probably on YouTube. I go watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts? Nada. Nothing all right. at all. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up for this week, then, guys. All right. So we appreciate you guys uh tuning in. So we got a new way. That we're going to be coming and visiting yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh probably within the next couple of weeks, we'll probably start doing live streams. So um hopefully our subscribers will be joining us and uh we would love to have some other people on the show. So um as usual, you can find us on our individual social medias and also you can follow the TS Entertain TSF Entertainment Podcast on Instagram. You can also um, email us at info at tsfentertainment.com. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Give us your ratings. Also, um, if you want to be a part of our show, we welcome that. We love to get other people on to debate with us or to share your thoughts on what you think about the episode. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Retro CG. Nobody else. Jack and George, oh. we gotta get you back on social oh. media. I know, right? I know. We, we gotta right. get you back on social media. You going back on social media? Everywhere. Right, right. He's everywhere. We gotta get him back on social media. I'm nowhere right. everywhere. Maybe I do. Maybe I do Twitter. Maybe I attack the Twitter platform. Maybe I'll okay. do that. We gonna get you on Twitter. Well, you can find me on um, YouTube at ReallyBTV um, or over on Instagram at ReallyBTV underscore on YouTube. And you can catch me on Instagram at juggernaut underscore of underscore souls. And on the YouTube, it's just juggernaut of souls. Put a space between juggernaut and of. More videos coming soon, man. Um, I'm right now, I'm a one-eyed bandit, so I'm kind of chilling. You got to stay away from the media. And we also ask for you to follow the TSF Entertainment YouTube page. So we'll be uploading this uh, episode to our YouTube page as well as those who listen to us on Anchor on our podcast. So we'll have the podcast out there on all the platforms, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. So we'll be all out there for you guys to check us out. And um, me and Crystal will be back on Friday for True Crime Fridays. And we'll see you power fans on Sunday. So we're going to have a happy hour coming soon. Oh, we got the happy hour coming. There's, there's a cigar. There's a cigar hour coming really, really soon. I actually talked to uh, Fresh Your Highness a couple of days ago. There's a ha- there's a cigar hour coming really soon. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we'll tune in for that. Okay. We'll tune in for that. All right. So we're gonna hit our intro, y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. All right.
You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.